BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, March. It is March. Shit. It's March 1st like a motherfucker. How about it? Welcome to the realest podcast ever. It is Wednesday, March 1st. I'm your host, C. Diddy. Matt makes me sick. And we are back. Emergency episode. Emergency motherfucking episode. <laughs> you niggas are going crazy in these streets. Everybody went nuts. Everybody's losing it. Pets' heads are falling off. I seen somebody today said March 1st, 3-1. Durant goes down, tears his knee up. They were they were up 3-1 and lost. Go Jesus fit. I'm like, Christ. I'm like, it's amazing how you motherfuckers can figure all this shit out. Well, let's, you started with Kevin Durant. Let's go there real quick before we get into all this uh, rap shit. Why are people so happy Kevin Durant is hurt? I don't who, Who's happy about it? Uh, millions of motherfuckers are happy. I I've gotten text messages. I've seen screenshots. I've seen people literally commenting on the posts of people putting up, Kevin Durant got hurt. Like, that's what that pussy-ass nigga get. <laughs> like, people are legit ecstatic that Kevin Durant is hurt. I mean, people, he's meanwhile. He's like not a fan favorite right now. Meanwhile, LeBron, the best player in the world, just got Darren Williams and Andrew Bogut on his team, and nobody's not saying shit about that. I mean, it's like getting a, a 08 SRT Cherokee. It's like, but you already have a 2017 SRT Cherokee in the parking that's lot. That's why the 08 <laughs> Cherokee is like, eh, you just got it because you wanted it. It's like Bogut's not about to be a serious factor. No, but it's it's like. You ever seen a bitter ex-girlfriend? That's what Andrew Bogut looks like right now. I don't think so. Go get your fucking chip if you can. You just watch Durant go to the Warriors and... He don't have a chip. Bogut already has one. Yeah, but who the fuck is Bogut? (laughs) You got an opportunity to sign with the Cavaliers or Bartram. What the fuck you going to do? My issue is not with the Cavaliers. My issue, and I think I texted you this the other day, is how the fuck do the other 28 teams in the league allow this shit to happen? I mean, it's just the way it is. How the fuck does that's, Darren that's a, Williams? That's a, that's a pock line, by the way. <laughs> How the fuck does Darren Williams clear waivers on yeah. a buyout? Yeah, I don't understand. Nobody that. didn't bid three million for Darren. Williams. Nobody out of all of the I Celtics, mean, I think the Williams Celtics, is, the Hawks, he, he a backup Toronto. It's like to, you, Toronto lost Kyle Lowry the other day. They couldn't use fucking Darren Williams. I mean, I guess not. Nobody bid on fucking Darren Williams, You know the yo. way that shit go, yo? This is Bron's league. <laughs> like, Bron's like, y'all pussies better not. GM <laughs> Bron calling around, threatening all of the GMs like, yo, y'all pussies put a bid in. We'll smack the shit out you, but, dog. Uh, but me, Rob, me and Rob been saying it all year. The Cavaliers need a backup point guard. So it's like getting Der- uh, Deron Williams is like, it's cool. Yeah, know? I mean, he's going to play 17, 18 minutes a game. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it serves a purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's It's like. I don't know. Like basketball, I told you, it's it's two sided right now. I'm so. not watching none of this shit till June. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? I, but but the crazy part is I say this to you and Ron and y'all like, Oh Matt, you're crazy, you and your nostalgia and I'm like, no. Nah, I give up. No, I'm with you now. It's I like give the up. NBA Fuck this. really I, I understand the It's the, a um, pussy league. I understand the the logistics, the uh what's the the the, the numerical, all that breakdown, yeah. the the efficiencies and all of that. It's just not the same NBA. It's the the NBA to me was way more competitive 
mid nineties, late nineties. It's like the shit even, was even, more competitive when T Mac was a even star. when even when Jordan was Jordan and Jordan was the man. Jordan won eight fucking six six chips. Could have won eight or ten. He never played the same team in the finals except for the last two right. Jones against the Jets. It's like that's how it, the Lakers, the Blazers, the Suns, like everybody. And even when Jordan Super was playing, Sonics. he wasn't cooking past the motherfuckers. Yeah, in no, he was finals. four two, four three Real one shit. time. I it, think it's like it. It was competitive all the yeah. way around. The Knicks was there. The Pacers was there. The Heat was around. Yeah. It, it's just what it was. Real quick, who would win? Uh, oh one Lakers or Chicago? Oh one Lakers is the best team ever. To they would fuck the Chicago Bulls fuck up. Fuck everybody. Go get whoever you That's want. That's 67 and 15 Lakers team. Duh. It would fuck them I, I, up. It, like, real, like Shaq in his prom with Kobe with the fro. They would fuck the Bulls up with, bad. With Fisher, <laughs> like, with Ori. They might 30 the Bulls. You can give us the Mitch Richmond <laughs> Lakers <laughs> yeah, with them. Right. And like real shit. The I, Glenn Rice Lakers. I'm mean, Sorry, Mitch Richmond. Yeah, Glenn mm-hmm. Rice. It's like I take the 01 Lakers against. No, Rich, Mitch Richmond was a Laker too for he a was second. On the team. Yeah. I, Glenn Rice was on the first. Glenn Rice was on the first jump. But like I take the 01 Lakers. They would fuck the Bulls up. Anybody. Any of them Bill Russell Celtics teams, he would fuck them up. Go get whoever you want. Diesel was doing 40 and 20. They would fuck Kobe them up. was doing 30 and 9. <laughs> it's real shit. It fucked me up when people be like, oh, Shaq won those chips. And I'll be like. Then you look and see Kobe averaged 32 and hit all the big shots. Shaq averaged 33 <laughs> and Kobe averaged 31. It's right. like, dog, cool out. Right. I, see, I remember a game. I'll never forget this shit. Lakers was playing the Rockets. Shaq fouled out like he always did with like seven or eight minutes left. The Lakers was actually down like six points. Kobe went off. He scored like nine or ten. Tied the game up. We go to overtime. The first overtime, he had nine. We went to second overtime. He had six. He had 17 in both overtimes right. and nine in the last six minutes of the fourth and finished the game with 51, and the Lakers won the shit. And it was just like – Shaq won. Yeah. It was Shaw Shaq. Shaq's team. The nigga didn't <laughs> play the last ten minutes of the game. Real shit. Shaq, Shaq carried those teams. Yeah. Even in the Indiana finals, Kobe was doing horrible things to uh, Reggie uh, Miller uh, and Jalen Rose. Staying on the basketball thing, before we go into <clears throat> the way left shit that went down this week in uh, pop culture – JaVel McGee and Shaq. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Listen. Shaq mom had to step in like, This hey, is son. what I be talking about with the NBA Relax. now. The, <laughs> these niggas' moms had, like, yo, straight, Golden State called TNT. That's yeah. corny shit. That's hoe shit. I get it, Shaq was, if you want to, quote, unquote, cyberbullying because all the shit. You know shit. what my favorite thing of this whole beef was? What? Kevin Durant said, I didn't know the police could uh, threaten yeah. people online. <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant lost me when he said uh, Shaq it didn't have any skill. It's like, fam. Shaq had a lot of skill. Shaq, of he big, wasn't disciplined at all. No, Shaq footwork and passing ability gets undermined because he was such a dominant yeah. force. His footwork, yo, uh, if you ever get a chance, anybody listening to this shit, go on YouTube, type in Shaq versus Michael Jordan one-on-one. Watch Shaq shake Jordan out of his shoes. You ever seen that? Yeah. Shit? Shake him out of his sneaks. Yeah. Shaq footwork was fucking incredible. Yeah. Shaq was Shaq was a was was this guy given ability with brute strength, like Real shit. and a hell of a lot of skills. Underrated low post passer, all of that shit. Now he wasn't disciplined at no, all the last eight that. years of his career because he just got fatter and fatter and fatter and just. Turned into a big ass mound of blackness, he but never spent the NBA check. You gotta <laughs> fuck with Shaq, dog. You gotta fuck with the Diesel. But the Shaq and Javel, in Shaq's defense, Javel McGee is awful. He, yeah. he does stink like garbage. It's like, so, but I can I can I can understand. Shaq was like, you finally got with a good team. Now you got something to say, bitch. That fucking <laughs> video Shaq did with the uh, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
I fell the fuck out off of that. On another note, JaVel McGee's mom is bad as shit. His mom is some work. Smoking. Yeah. And I, I'm not even Team Dino. JaVel McGee, I would run down on your mom. No disrespect. She like 50. No disrespect. Still look good, though. How old is JaVel McGee? 25. He been in the league eight years. So he got to be 25, 26. Damn. At the, at the youngest. I thought he was like 34. He probably probably <laughs> be older than that. Right, let's How long it. did he do in college? I didn't even know who he was until he got with Washington. What's crazy is, and it's fucked up, but Shaq was God's honest right. You're only going to get remembered for Shaq and a fool. Yeah. Because that's all I could you ever You consistently think of. made Shaq and a fool. Consistently. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? JaVel McGee got bad. Like, there be moments where, like, Greg Anthony falling down after Reggie hit the two threes. Remember when he fell and Reggie yeah, got the three yeah. step back? There be plays that motherfuckers make. Daryl Armstrong went for a layup in the dunk contest. You know what I'm saying? It's like you see some blooper, Jones. It shouldn't be every play of your life a fucking blooper. You know right. what I'm saying? Like everything about you is. Oh, no, you're 29. So. Uh, All right, so I mean, yeah, his mom had him at a respectable age. Yeah, respectable Fair age. enough. Yeah, damn. He been in the league eight years, yeah. JaVel McGee, eight years. and <laughs> Eight years, Shaq and the Fool, first team All-NBA. JaVel McGee got a joint where he took off on the fast break the wrong way. <laughs> like, fam. Nigga. You're a, ah! you a professional. It's <laughs> two ways to go. Like, got, I, I got dizzy. I got confused. Yeah. I didn't know which way to go, bro. But uh, we're doing this emergency episode today because – we recorded last week. Y'all all remember that. We yeah. recorded a week before. So the uh, episode seven, episode seven, stir up a lot of controversy. <laughs> Matt said he woke up to 58 ads. Like people arguing, like, let's argue. <laughs> Fuck your opinion, <laughs> dog. Up, it, it kills me because Chad really said kill a season. But <laughs> nobody I had to go. Nobody the questioned shit. it. No they were just like, you said kill a season, dog. What's wrong with you? Yo, real shit. It's like, I. It, I knew it was going to stir up a lot of controversy. But, but the thing is, I'm a movie guy. Like, I love fucking movies. So it's very easy to just be like Goodfellas, Casino, Shawshank Redemption, Schindler's. It's, 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 it's too easy. Like, I'm going to go with some cool, fun shit. Like, somebody hit me and was like, how the fuck could you put Pac in your top five actors? I'm like, he was a good actor. He was a very good I, fucking I, actor. I like Pac movies. I like Poetic Justice. I like Juice. I like Gang Related. I like Gritlock. I like Pac I would have liked him in... Um, BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And it's a society if he didn't beat the director up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I could act. Look, the fuck you want from me? But, um, yeah, the, everything in the culture just went left. And I think that's what we're going to name this episode. Uh, Hip-hop isn't dead. Or maybe, maybe it, it is. is. <laughs> because it was dope to see yeah. hip-hop like the way it used to be. Like, we had battles. We had diss tracks. Yeah. We had shootouts. We, I'm like, yo. I thought it was 94. 96. And it's crazy because last night I accidentally binge watched a No Jumper podcast on YouTube. And pretty much all the guy from No Jumper interviews is like swag rappers. Like the new guys. Like I watched the famous Dex interview, bro. I watched fucking XXX Tentacion interview last night. So it's like, that's like. 
a far cry from the shit that went on no, the past yeah. few days. Like I didn't know Famous Dex was like a. He's a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. It's a thing. I seen a video of a him kids like, following him in the mall. I no, he was in like the Lamborghini dealership. And oh, yeah. I guess he had bought a Lamborghini. And, and they were you knew he bought the Lamborghini because all the white guys was in the back like throwing money on yeah. the windshield of the Lamborghini and he was dancing and he like showed off his yeah, watch. Lambo his, way. And he, yeah, and his homie was encouraging him and then the camera turned to the left and it was like ten white people with, with suits. Thumbs up. With thumbs up. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, nigger. Yeah, like get this nigga out of here with this Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> nigger paid cash. Yeah. The kids are going to go to Great Adventure this weekend. Yeah, straight up and down. Thanks, nigger. Yeah. But this week was uh, extremely, extremely lit. Um, Where we start? Let's start with people, get, shit getting shot up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want to start I want to start. Terrible. Yeah, right, cool. yeah, exactly. Let's start off terrible and then get cultural. So uh, we've covered this ongoing beef on the podcast uh, i want to i want to you, you're something of a nostradamus yeah because chad said i think it was episode five four or five somewhere in there it was before the, yeah. the, the social media yo got gotta shoot some shit you, up chad said yo got gotta punch this nigga <laughs> because <laughs> like, Dolph has been out here on some other shit yeah, and now that i understand who Dolph is and what's going on it's, it's Dolph. it's like uh yeah, like uh, it's it's on and kicking. It's on. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And not only did it go down, it went down in a neutral city. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, I know you're gonna be here. Uh-huh. I brought the sticks for your bitch ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas pulled out the Draco, and then when you see uh, <laughs> when you see the fucking video of the the cell phone video of somebody recapping, and they like, yo, <laughs> the nigga pulled the Draco out and starts shooting, and then he stood on top of the fucking car and shot down at the shit. But it's bulletproof, bro. They ain't get through. They shot a hundred plus o- over a hundred rounds. Yeah. Into Dolph's bulletproof vehicle. The funniest shit I seen was because, of course, the, the, the vehicle is bulletproof. So Dolph is basically just sitting inside, allegedly, like just watching. They they had the the, the uh, meme of a stringer. Remember, he's in the back seat and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> basically him sitting in the back seat That's waiting funny. for the shooting to be over. Are you done? <laughs> like, you done? All right, all right. I got a show to go to, bro. Flyest part of all of it was. After the shooting, you know, they the light turned green and they pulled off. And yeah. he went and performed. Went and performed. And, don't and, play with me. And did the Gotti Play with your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole crowd sung the shit. The, the, the other funniest part was the fucking, the, the, the blinking eye meme. When they was like, when your oh, Gotti, yeah, when found, Gotti out found out he that wasn't dog dead. wasn't dead. The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so you mean to tell me y'all shot a whole hundred times. hundred rounds. Nobody's dead? The cat is not dead? No, the crossing guards. <laughs> the puppy's not dead? Everybody's good. Everybody's cool? Ice cream man still selling Tweety Birds. <laughs> like, no one got Nobody's it. hurt? Yeah. Y'all niggas is fired. That's the, yeah, real shit. Y'all niggas fired. I, like, I would have loved to seen the nigga on Four Brothers find out that 100 shots went off and nobody died. <laughs> like, like, nobody's like, shot, bro. Shit crazy. And that just goes to show, like, how, like, aside from the actual beef itself, I talked about this probably, like, an episode or two ago. The problem with niggas is niggas shoot shit up. Yeah. Like, those were my exact words. Niggas shoot shit up. No matter what the cause is. Yo, shit, that nigga I, stepped I on my shoe. Shoot shit up. Uh, like me having guns. It's like I'm not in the street doing that. It's like the problem with shooting a hundred rounds and like niggas glorify. And I seen that on Twitter, like, oh Gotti them let them hundred shots to the the problem is is like a hundred shots ain't got a hundred names on them. Exactly. Yeah. If, if 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 it is really that big of a situation, I, honestly, I'm not promoting violence or killing or no Walk shit like that. Walk up on them. But it, 
You know what he driving, I listen, obviously. I, I listen to Nas the whole way up here. I listen. I, I, you know, I drove into the fucking Easy Pass lane. <laughs> so now I got a $70 ticket. <laughs> I, I, got, I had to get out, and the dude explained it's to me how to get out of it. Expensive uh, podcast. He explained to me how to get out of it, though. <laughs> but still, it's like I was listening to Nas coming up here, and I'm listening to uh, One Love. And yeah. remember, he said, uh, you know, they call me busting off the roof, so I wear a bulletproof and pack a black tray deuce. And he said, I had to school him, told him, don't let niggas fool him. When the pistols blow, the one that murdered, it'd be the cool one. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't bust off in no crowd. And it's like, that hunted shot shit at. It's like. Okay, yeah, the, you know, but that's a hundred bullets just ringing the fuck out yeah. at CIAA, and it's like at a nigger convention, at a nigger <laughs> festival, and that's not fucking fly. That's like letting the uh, letting the hammer off at a doom day. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's mad motherfuckers out here. I know my man pulled John out with the extendo <laughs> and tore up motherfucking uh, where, where is a doom day normally? At? South Street. Yes, yeah, so exactly. Twenty third and South. Twenty yes. third and South is a dunya. Real shit. Because of two dumbass niggas got a beef. Horrible. But that just lets you know, Dolph wasn't lying. Dolph wasn't <laughs> Dolph fucking wasn't around. Yeah. <laughs> that lets you know, Dolph wasn't lying. Like, yeah. probably did have your baby mom in the hotel for a week. Probably fronted your brother a lot of other a shit. A lot of shit. shit. <laughs> and then, to make matters worse, Dolph put a fucking terrible video out, but yeah. hilarious, for the diss track this week, yeah. with a fake Yo Gotti in it. Fake fat head <laughs> Yo Gotti. <laughs> With acting and everything, like fucking uh, Dolph, uh, Dolph Washington. But that's how diss tracks was, though. Remember the uh, fuck uh, Dre day? Uh, yeah. Remember that, like um, Real Compton City G's. Real Compton City G's. They had the. That's an underrated diss record. Yeah, we forgot about that's that. That's an underrated. That was record. hard. That was hard. And you forget shit. that the records on your records that you talk about spraying me. Yeah. The same records that you're making is paying me. Yeah. Motherfuck Snoop. Motherfuck Dre. Motherfuck Death Row. What do you say about Snoop? You're only 60 pounds when you're wet and wearing boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fucking diss record. Yeah, real Condor City G's was the truth. But no, back in the day, that's how uh, disses was. Even in uh, Dre Day, John, they had the yeah. fake Easy running around and With shit. With the sign, we'll, we'll work for And hit them up, they had a fake Biggie. You know what I'm saying? That was Biggie. <laughs> Fucking Biggie. Fake Biggie look like uh, Eminem homie on 8 Mile. <laughs> Yo. Yo. But yeah, that 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 was just a crazy little situation. Uh we we want to keep it ratchet or we want to go cultural. It's up to you. It, it, I'm cool. It doesn't matter. Uh Karuchi <laughs> has filed for a restraining order against Breezy. Against Briss Breezy, you the big mean? the big blood. Apparently Breezy punched her in the stomach and told her he'd kill her. Toss her down the steps. Sounds like a normal relationship. Sounds like a normal Tuesday in the Chris <laughs> Brown house. Yeah. It was a bitch is getting beat up. Uh, allegedly, he uh, this turned out to be a lie, but it sounded good. He threw the one white girl out the crib like Jazzy Jeff. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had she the SWAT was, team at the nigga she crib. She was definitely lying. It was like, gun, gun, gun. There was no gun. <laughs> nigga was in the house smoking 100. <laughs> Long ass cigarettes. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my pop. I was out with him the other night. He pulled out a box of Newport Smooth Selects. The box was black. Like, I've never seen these black and turquoise Newports before. <laughs> Ch- Chad texted me. I'm like, yo, where you at? He's like, I'm, I'm at Benny the Bums. I was like, the fuck you doing down there? He's like, I want my pop. And I'm like, at, at like, the bar? I was like, ain't your pop a pastor? He's like, yeah, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, a real nigga, too. <laughs> my pop beat a nigga up not too long ago. Beat the dog shit out of this nigga at a cookout. <laughs> fucking 58 in Cobbs Creek. Beat the dog shit out this nigga. In the name of the Lord. Nigga said something out of pocket to my grandmother. Like, she was walking in the crib. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, we should you know, we should, we should, should go out or something like that. 
she told my dad, she told my dad not with the intention of him whooping ass, but that was the end result. You know what I'm saying? He called himself going to go talk to the guy. Boy, like, no, you ain't understanding. Boop, bop, boop, bop, bop. It was funny because uh, stomped him and everything. Everybody from uh, my grandfather's block knows my grandfather. My grandfather's ninety six, about to be ninety seven. Shout out to that. Yeah, still drives, still be going to the store. Like he be out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he had a lady friend. That's what old people call right, it. Right, bitch. Right, you know what I'm saying? Running down. Yeah, his, his, his lady friend. <laughs> uh, he he called me and was like. Her her name uh Miss Sasser you know she he called me was like yeah her son giving me all this lip talking crazy he too young for me to fight you need to come up here so I'm like is it like for real like <laughs> set it but, off so I'm like I'm on a tip like fucked up like damn it's really a nigga trying to rumble my grandpa like my right. grandpa I'm ninety years old and like my grandpa like yo he too young for me to fight him so I'm like let me go the fuck up here because I'm gonna have to haul off and choke the shit out somebody. Get up to the block. You know, everybody's out there like, oh, yeah, Mr. Walt in the house because they had pulled him apart kind of down. And I get to to the house. My grandpa like, yeah, man, that nigga, he don't want to do nothing. He a lazy bum. Da-da-da. I tell him about himself. Then he start talking, oh, old man, I'd fuck you up. Da-da. I'm like, yeah, try it, motherfucker. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go down there and see what the fuck is going on. Right. And now I'm pissed. So I come to the crib. With the Draco? No, no not the Draco. <laughs> but I come to the crib. I'm waiting for, like, a, a young nigga to come outside. This guy comes out. And I'm like. Who the fuck is this? They like, that's Miss Sasser's son. This nigga's like 60. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to back to my grandma. I'm like, I know you ain't talking about this man. He like, yeah, he too young for me to fight. I'm like, but then my grandpa, 96. Right. So it's like, yeah, he 30 years younger than my grandpa. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yo. I look, well, I, he's kind of too old for me to fight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's funny because it's like. You got to go to Veterans Administration I, to go I, get somebody I, for this old nigga. I see a 60 year old. I'm like, how you doing, sir? You know, everything good with you. My grandpa looking your at bitch 60, ass son home? My grandpa looking at 60 year old like, young boss slapped the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking play. Life is all about perspective. Yeah, shit is crazy. But shit, yeah, my grandpa definitely be out there. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, back to the big blood, Briss Breezy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He backed out of the fight with Soldier Boy also. That's the thing. I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. That fight was never going to happen yeah, anyway. Don't even you know what I'm saying? It's like, just see each other and just, you know what I'm saying, and just do what rappers do. Hook off. Hook you, know off. you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? But the schedule of fight and all that shit, I got where Floyd was trying to, and 50 was trying to take it, but it's like, these are the two most erratic niggas in America. I, like, I, I, me personally, I thought Floyd was like playing Soldier Boy. Oh, of course he even was. Even sitting at the table with him. He's like, yeah, you know, this nigga's not a blood. This nigga's but, a dickhead. <laughs> you know, uh, but I'm going to let him tell you more about how he's a jackass. <laughs> on Floyd's platform. He owns Hollywood Unlocked. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, I, what I don't understand is the bitch-ass nigga Chris Brown is uh, from Virginia, and this shithead <laughs> is from Mississippi yeah. by way of Atlanta. And uh, how are they from Bompton? They fighting over a block. Uh, tell him, DeAndre. <laughs> They fighting over a block that they both can't come to. You know what I'm saying? Who said Big Soldier ain't from the hood? Yeah. But it's crazy that people even wanted to see that. It's like, why do you want to see underskilled? Niggas, fucking Philly party promoters who shall remain nameless was planning the fucking fight party. Chris Brown versus Soldier Boy fight party. Always a dollar. <laughs> Free entry. <laughs> Pay-per-view fight party. That's, that's sad, man. But, uh... I don't know where can we go now. Oh, Drake bought a uh, young thug uh, iced out YSL. His bay. Yeah, Drake's been on a, a, a he's mission. He's been on a gift buying. Yeah, mission. he's been on a mission. That Drake is a crafty motherfucker, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, he be buying the shit out of niggas' loyalty. Like twenty one went platinum again. Hey, look, I got a Ferrari. <laughs> I got a Ferrari for, for this nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or was it a Lambo? No, it was a Ferrari. It was a Ferrari. A red yeah, Ferrari. It was a Ferrari. 
Yeah, he's he's buying the whole Atlanta gifts for the whole Atlanta. <laughs> I saw uh, Twenty One was getting out the Ferrari at the club, and the paparazzi nigga said, "Twenty One, uh, Drake bought you that Ferrari." He was like, "Yeah." He was like, he, "How you feel about uh, you know a man buying you a Ferrari?" He was like, "Man, this shit hot." Fuck <laughs> 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 you, bitch. Yeah. Fuck you, me. I don't care who <laughs> buy the fucking Ferrari. But I yeah. want the Ferrari. Drake is keeping the young hot niggas at at. Uh, he bought future. He bought future a ring. He bought future a ring. Bought a uh, thugger a necklace now, and he bought twenty one a motherfucking what's the name uh, uh, a Ferrari, and who knows how many random shooters he's wired ten thousand dollars to, just in case shit go left when he's somebody, in the a. Somebody asked me the other day, and my job was like, because we was talking about, it, he was like, yeah, y'all podcast blow up, and like Drake try to get y'all on, and he buy you a roller, you taking it? I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My loyalty is absolutely for sale. Uh, <laughs> To the OVO camp, yeah. if necessary. Yes, absolutely. If Meek wants to buy me a Roly, I can be swayed that direction I'm like, y'all also. be trying to get DC chains every tweet you got, so <laughs> why the fuck can't I go get a Roly? The, the trying to get a DC chain epidemic in Philadelphia is crazy. You should have seen them today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were tripping. Shout out Spank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were tripping. But, uh, yeah, we can get right into that. Uh, Meek has a video where he's gets a homeless guy to do push-ups oh, for twenty dollars and he it, and he films it puts it on his ig story yeah guy does the push-ups gives him twenty dollars the internet went crazy that shit I, they went but i didn't even see it at first my girl mentioned it they went nuts and i'm like is it that bad now i looked at it and i'm like yeah this is that bad yeah, <laughs> i still haven't watched this is it that awful. bad it, it's just like it's clown shit it, okay. it's like for what you know what i'm yeah. saying it's like you My know. thought process in general is make these niggas, these niggas be begging, make these niggas work for their money. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But to film it and, and like parade the shit out there to the public like you're doing a good deed and really you're being a dickhead, that's kind of like, like, it's wh- like where it's you like people left on at. social media, Instagram and all that, that like will give someone some food, homeless person some food. And then and they it's all. A, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's a picture. Throwing it's up like, West Side in the picture. Man, it's like, it, I saw this homeless man today. He hadn't eaten in nine weeks. I asked him. So I gifted him my chicken quesadilla from Wawa for the culture. Deuces, bitch. <laughs> Hashtag dream chases. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I had a situation, and I wouldn't even speak about it if not for this, but I came out my depot one day. Dude was walking down the street, and he looked just looked disheveled, and he was trying to get like a, um, tickets on the R-line for him and his chick so they could because they was – from Norristown, but had no money to get back to Norristown and all this extra shit he was saying. He started crying. Like, he broke down crying in front yeah. of me. And I, I felt, I, I gave him $30. Like, yo, go get them tickets, get a little something. He, nigga was trying to hug me and everything. I was like, like hey, hey, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just take the 30. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he, he I gave him the 30, and I, I ain't take no picture or post that right. online. And it's like, you know, he could have went and bought drugs or a hooker or whatever the fuck he wanted yeah. to do. I, I felt compelled to give him the fucking $30. And it's just like, people do things. For uh, praise, yeah, for the photo op, yeah. Like people go and donate clothes. You know how many clothes I done donated? I just took Timberlands, Griffies, big ass Sean John jeans, all this shit, and just gave it to the fucking Goodwill. Right. I'm not taking a picture. It's just I don't understand. The that. sincerest form of giving is anonymous. You know what I'm yeah. saying the best givers are the people who fucking donate seven million dollars to some art fund or whatever and then don't want their fucking name on a plaque because it's not about that like it's about what you're doing you know what i'm saying and if you fishing for publicity for doing a good thing you already you know say it's a thin line between publicizing a good deed and trying to like finesse people into thinking like you a good person yeah 
And it's a lot of finessing going on in Philadelphia Real in sure. general. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers doing like uh, image finessing. Yeah. Stealing clothes all day. Then it's like, yo, I just gave these clothes away. You stole them, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but that that video was, was strange. I didn't get that. And it's, 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 I just never, I don't understand how he just it keeps ending up in situations. Can't, I mean, unfortunately, um, you know, he's a very blessed, very talented brother, but he can't get out of his own way. He and posted uh, another video the other day where I guess some bitches had asked him for an autograph. Yo, that and, shit. And he said, had no. me in tears. But then he posted a video like, look at these fat bitches. And they, <laughs> they was, fuck you, me. <laughs> they rode off bumping back to back. I said, yo, why is this nigga life like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is his life so consistently, like, stressful? You know what I'm saying? Like, he was home, mind you. Like, he yo. wasn't like. In Canada somewhere, yeah, he was home. Heaven in Phoenix, that was like West Philly. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm like, where are you at in this dirty ass parking lot? Like, why do you be in some of the places that you be at? Like, that be my thing. Like, why are you wherever these four fat bitches is at to get into it with these four fat bitches, bro? Why is your life set up like this? You know what I'm saying, fuck you, Meek. They have back to back playing out the Maxima, out the fucking 09 Maxima. You know what I'm saying. Now, usually, 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 hear me out here, usually some good <laughs> pussy in a 09 to 2013 yeah, maximum. Straight up and Usually, down. you know what I'm saying? Straight drop, uh, usually, you know what I'm saying? Because them joints are usually, like, reserved for, like, nurses and yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like the, the, the Philly get money girl car. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She got the rollie on in the 2011 maximum. Yeah, I'm doing the best I can yeah. maximum, yeah. But, yeah, Meek, Meek is His a, life is, crazy. like, crazy. It's insane. It's like every three days, it's something <laughs> like, else. Like, you know if you was in the studio, you wouldn't be going through this shit, right? <laughs> you need to spend more fucking time in the studio, Yeah, hey, I seen that video. I was crying. I'm like, yo, this nigga gets Look at these the, four fat bitches. This nigga gets into the weirdest <laughs> situations. It's hilarious. Did you see the video with him and O'Malley when he riding around in a rape with the ski mask on? Yeah, I seen that. That's yeah. what John and was talking about. Talking about game. Double uh, game. Yeah, we yeah, ain't going to fight him. We going to fuck his baby mom. One of his baby moms mad at him. Man, it's just like, yeah, this is where rap is at. <laughs> Game told that nigga, I'm going to throw you over six cars when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Game dropped a, a, a diss verse on, via Instagram caption yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah, like yeah, 24 yeah. bars via Instagram. I'm like, yo. It, it, it's, as wild as it is, though, it's like Game kind of beat him in the battle. Beat the shit out of yeah, him. Ain't no Conda. Conda like smoked him. Raid is like another underrated, like, yeah. God damn. Conda like smoked him. He fucked Meek up bad. Yeah, gave Beans two shots in the stomach <laughs> for no reason. Beans called, like, this how you know you fucking a nigga up. Beans called, like, damn, that's where we at? You say this what we doing? Is, this, is we shooting each other? <laughs> or, or is, is this just rap? Because I feel like I need to kill you when I see you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you called me a crackhead. And uh, Game did an interview. It was like, Beans is a legend. I can't even believe Meek would disrespect that city with the garbage he's been doing. Does the diss track completely disses Beans? And it comes him. back on the radio. Beans is my man. He's a legend. You know? I said to myself, what would Beanie Siegel do? You know what I'm saying? And I know a Beanie Yo, it's Big Fred, a.k.a. Daddy Tuzawadi Podcast. Kiki Tubafetu, and we are the Sobering Podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday for fire conversations and interviews about South African music, sneakers, and street culture. Check us out on the Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to our moms. 
Siegel say he's on a uh, flight to LA that I know what that means. So I had to get him the fuck out of here too. It's crazy. Rap is just all over the place right now, man. <laughs> God. And damn. that's what that's kind of where it's at. Like hip hop isn't dead, but like, nah, maybe like, it is. Can y'all relax? You know what I'm saying? It's like the Dolph and what's the name shit uh, and and and, and shit illuminates that like Southern niggas learned nothing from Biggie and Tupac. Like you always say, Southern niggas evolved from, from apes. apes. You know, flat out, yeah. like yo, they can rap good. They got the swag. Straight motherfucking uh, Kong is king yeah. descendants. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers like they all don't get it. Two icons are dead and gone because of a rap beef. Because of hit them up. Who shot you? Against all odds. Uh, vibe interview and all of the fucking that, propaganda that, that went into that's, this that's, shit. That's all my, always my thing when it comes to Biggie and why it, it has nothing to do with lyrics. I don't think anyone can rap better than Biggie. No, absolutely not. But I'll never, I don't give a fuck if someone does come along that can rap better than Biggie. I'm not putting them over Biggie because that nigga really died for the culture. He yeah. died for this shit. Like, it, 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 keep it a being. It's it's a lot of motherfuckers in the music industry that fuck around and wouldn't be there if Biggie don't die. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying. Like Big knew what it was. Big knew his life was in jeopardy going to L. A. That nigga was getting death threats. Yeah, nigga, motherfucker was calling him like, "Hey, I don't think you should be out there you know, this and, flagrantly." And, and, and Puff like, "I'm trying to get a blue Bentley, so we gotta <laughs> get out there, Biggie." You know what right. I'm saying? And Biggie, whoa, Cali, like we gotta get this paper. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's like Big knew what it was. Big Street he went in the enemy died. territory, and it's like a lot of shit that went on. At like, do DMX become DMX? Do Jay Z become Jay Z? A lot of shit changed when Biggie died. Yeah, because it like puts Puff, everything in perspective. The, it's the like Puff damn, now what? Puff being the, like what he is. Granted, Puff was that dude, but Puff shit got catapulted yeah. with "I'll Be Missing You" and then Mace and, yeah. and, and uh, Lil Kim. A lot because of shit. Because once you lose an icon, everything goes under the microscope. So now everything that surrounds the orbit of this mm-hmm. person that makes he made he was the center of the universe. He made Puffy Junior Mafia, Lil C's, uh, Lance Unrivera, all these different scenarios. He made the shit go. Biggie wrote motherfucking uh, what was the Lil Kim joint we heard the reference track for? Front the fucking Front, back. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga was an animal. Yeah, like, an impeccable talent. And he bust Jay-Z ass every, every song they got. ever did with You each know other. what's crazy about Big and Jay-Z? Is that Big came off as his old head. They were the same age. No, the, Biggie's Jay five was, years younger than him. Oh, shit. If Biggie <laughs> was alive right now, he'd be 46, 47. Like, this is how crazy Big and Pac was. When Pac got killed, he was 25. When right. Biggie got killed, he was 24. They was children. Kids. They were boys. Yeah. yeah and not in the technical sense yeah. of the word, but they was young men. And all the shit that they said still applies now. And you can, and you looked at Biggie like he was 45 years old, yeah. straight up and down. He, 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 if you want to be real, he was J.O. head. Right. He, like, he really bored us Jay-Z. And when you look back on it and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Jay-Z was born in 68. Biggie always talk about his birthday in 72. Right. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, like, Big was a child when he got murdered. Yeah, it was a prodigy. You know, straight prodigy. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Pac, too. Yeah. Just because they was real live. Ch- like, think about your 24-year-old rapper right now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All of them. That's how it is. All of them. You know what I'm saying? Something that was dope. When I was watching the the, the Kid X interview on No Jumper, he said that he started out as a boom bap rapper. Like like he started out as that. But and he said something that made me respect him a lot. He said, I think 
all rappers need to learn how to rap in that manner before you fuck with the swaggy other shit. Mm-hmm. Because you, if shit change, you have nothing to fall back exactly. on if you don't learn how to rap in that manner. Exactly. And he freestyled like some of his old like boom bap shit. I'm like, damn. He gets it. And I can tell the same thing like with Uzi. I can tell that Uzi has the technicality of a rapper. Like a he got that Philly nigga spitter shit in him. He's just choosing I, I to do you, the I other shit. I actually started listening to Uzi, and it's like, I've heard Uzi. He say little shit. I've actually heard him rap a little bit. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, he can actually do this shit. But it's like rap has just changed so much that it's, it's really not about your lyrical prowess anymore. It's, right. a, it's about how good do you ride this beat? You know what yep. I mean? And that's really where it is. But it's like, you know what made me really, really, when I was a young boy, like, yo, Biggie's something else. Because I was a Nas fan my whole life. What really made me like, damn, Big is just better than everybody, when I heard fucking Notorious Thugs. Because it was like, no, you didn't just out out rap crazy on the Bone Thug cadence. Right. That's that's impeccable shit. Yeah. Because Biggie was always like, chastise like oh he the slow rapper he rapped right. too slow you know what i'm saying that was his one knock and then you take long kiss goodnight where he rapping a rizzo production yeah. and he's doing the dark shit better than anybody else yeah. but this is the same nigga that made more money more problems and hypnotizing juicy real shit what the fuck like how when i heard notorious thugs i was like jesus christ this nigga something else. yeah notorious thugs fucked my life up like i no doubt played that song a million times like, like no you didn't just rap the bone thugs cadence better than bone thugs no, you didn't. He made East Coast niggas Bone Thug fans on the low. Real shit. Real shit. It made, he made East Coast niggas respect Bone Thugs. They were selling zillions of records. I Don't get it fucked Thugs. up. I, I like fucked with them because they came from Easy. And like I've said on this pod, Easy is one of my pillars of hip hop as far as what made me fall in love with rap music. Mm-hmm. Easy E and Rakim were first. And then Biggie just took it over. You know what I'm saying? Biggie and Pac like, took it over the top. See, my shit was Biggie, Nas, and X. Those three figures was just like, it, it wasn't shit better. It wasn't like, if right. I want to get hype, I'm putting on X. If I want to really listen and think about some shit, I listen to Nas and then I'm 300 pounds and black. So <laughs> I, I have to fuck with Biggie. Right. So it was like, Big was just that nigga. You know Big was I mean? that nigga, man. He God was that dang. nigga, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. And, and something that I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and I was saying at the rate, Tupac is the best song maker we've ever seen in rap music. Easily. Ever. Um, and then it's probably like Drake or somebody like that. Be mad all y'all want. Um, if at the rate that Tupac was churning out music and what everybody says about his recording process, think about how much better he would have been if he would have took a little more time. He got iconic smash hit records. Think about how much better he would have been if he would have took an extra four hours or whatever working on a record as opposed to just churning and burning shit. I'm keep it with you. What, what do you think is Pac's best album? It's between um, he had a three album run. I you, I know what you you always say Machiavelli. Yeah. Now think about this. It's the seven day theory. Yeah. He did it in a week. He did it in a week. That nigga made Machiavelli in a week. But then I was listening to All Eyes on Me recently, and the depth and the I told um, you all All Eyes on Me is is his best album. But when you listen, like Machiavelli gets elevated to me because created, mixed, mastered, produced in seven days. But the the depth and like the uh, I'm trying to think of the right word like the uh, the sounds and the richness of the production and all that shit on all eyes on me is like you listening to a movie. I mean, Dre was that good, right? It's and like, Daz, 
Yeah, Daz was good. Very, very. I'm saying like the first song on All Eyes on Me is My Ambitions as a Rider. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm saying his version of I, I Came to Bring the Pain, like all these like what the fuck am I listening to like type of records. Yeah. At one after the fucking other. I tell you, All Eyes on Me is the shit. I'm just saying the fact that Machiavelli got made in a week. A week. And that's what we talk about Start when you're talking about how Pac taking more time. It's like Pac literally, like DMX, he drops, it's dark and hell is hot. Jesus Christ, this is groundbreaking. When are you going to do the next album? It's to be done it's, in three weeks. Yeah, right. Like, huh? And then you drop another album that sells five million records. It's like, that's the type. Jay-Z, like, motherfuckers, you, I think nowadays with uh, where rap is, you kind of got to respect those guys, the Pox, the Jay-Zs, the DMXs, a little bit more where you watch the new rappers now, they take two, three years to put together mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just what it is. Jay-Z dropped a new album every fucking summer. Like, he, literally. Jay-Z was at a play, was dropping two albums a year like, on the low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you go from time he to time. his album and then Streets is watching. His al- like, it was just. And then his album and then Dynasty. Like, his album, fucking volume three, December, Dynasty was like June, July. Real shit. It's like he was doing that left and right. And then you, you look at now where it's no one dropping consistently every year other than Drake. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's what cracks me up when motherfuckers give Drake shit. It's like, if it wasn't for Drake. Who's gonna save the year of hip hop? Look at hip hop. Right. Look at hip hop for the last twelve months. What dropped? Meek finally dropped four point. Meek finally four, dropped. I mean, uh, DC four. We still waiting on four point five. Migos. Uh, he put a record out today. Who? Meek. I haven't heard of it. Called King. He put a. Re- I, I I was listening to it on the way over, but I was like distracted, so I can't even give it a rating. But people was like posting it and talking about it or whatever. But I'm, I'm a Philadelphian, so everybody. You know what I'm saying motherfuckers gonna talk about it one way or another. So that's not an indication of how good it is. Um, but it's like this year we had Migos, we had Drake, we had Big uh, Sean. Big Sean. Um, what else dropped this year? A uh, Future finally just dropped like two albums. Two albums. Uh, I can't really think about. Dolph put out two albums. But like you look at back in the day, and shout out Ra, because I remember doing this shit with Ra. We used to go to Sounds of Upper Darby. We used to go to Armand's down on Chestnut Street. The Wall. I remember the Tower, shit. Uh, Tower records, records in the gallery. I remember because Tuesdays was went out when music dropped. Going into. Sounds of Upper Darby and getting the new Nas, the new Method Man, the new LL, the new Fugees. I, I remember, remember doing that shit. I remember being 13. And Buying four records I remember on being day. 13 and only having $25 and got a pick between Mace album and the How High soundtrack or Reasonable Doubt in this soundtrack. And it's like, ah. Duh. Luckily, I made the right choices. I bought Mace and I bought Reasonable Doubt. You know what I'm saying? But it's like those fucking moments, like, the youth will never have that experience again no, of no. having tangible music to where it meant something, where you had a fucking whole album booklet to me, read. Me, me and, me and, and Rob was shit. talking about it the other day because you know Rob's like a, a DJ for years. Yeah. And back in the day, I used to DJ, and like no one knows about this, but DJ Matthew because I, I, you, you know how like motherfuckers <laughs> just do shit and they do it to be doing it because they homies is doing it. Yeah. And it's like I always love music and I always like being around it. So. I'm a DJ, and we was doing mixtapes and little parties and all of that. But then I realized after like a year, yo, this ain't my God-given talent. I'm just kind of here. Right. It happens a lot in rap in that arena because it's a lot of motherfuckers that shouldn't be rapping. Right. But they rap because they man is a real good rapper. We've seen this with, I don't even got to go into the names. But I realized, yo, I'm not a great DJ. So, and I, Rob was like, it's so many records that you bought that I have because I straight let him keep them. Just right. because, like... I remember buying volume one, the vinyl, you know what I'm saying? Cause like that was what it was back in the day. You used to buy the CD and the vinyl. Right. So it's like, 
it, it's just music now. Fifty dollars in the music. Re- no, we used to fuck up <laughs> tons of money in in us Armands and sounds of Upper Derby. But it's like it was so much music dropping consistently. It's it it was written came out on. It was the end of June, like the last week of June right. in uh, 96. The next week, Reasonable Doubt dropped. Right. Like, how crazy is that? Like, w- this Tuesday, yeah. Nas is, and then next Tuesday, it's like, that's what it was. There are no big dog records coming out. <laughs> no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you got Drake, you got Future, and then everybody else. Real you know what I'm saying? Sure. Really kind of, and Big oh, Kanye t- dropped this year. That was a good album. Well, shit, that was a year ago at this point. Yeah, true. That was it? last February. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, what Kanye did that was dope and innovative and some Kanye shit is that, number one, he attached himself to Chance early. Early in the game. Super fucking smart. And Chance's Nominated DNA is all in that game. all in that album. Number two, he made it a live living piece of art where he keeps tweaking and updating the album yeah. and changing this song and replacing this version of the song yeah. and changing the track listening and shit like that because music is subjective and it's always, you know what I'm saying, like up and down and changing. I thought, it, I thought it was a real good album. It was a very good album. I thought it was, really thought it was gonna win album of the year. The fucking nah, I knew it was gonna win that. I didn't think Chance was gonna win. I'm talking about rap album. Yeah. I honestly, I thought Views was going to win just because of the numbers. Because of the, and because Drake that's and, the history of the Grammys. Yeah. But once they bent the rules to let Chance in, I'm like, all right, he got. You know what I'm saying he he's going to win something yeah. at least. You don't put a motherfucker on all these billboards. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and then don't don't let him win shit. I was shocked at him winning Best New Artist, but looking back, I guess I wasn't that shocked. You know what I mean? So because it's like, who was his competition? Yeah, true. And who made such a fucking impact? He had a number one album. Uh, on fucking iTunes and on Billboard, you didn't sell the shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just available just the the fucking stream. And they that's another. He, they said thing. he's turning down like mega deals. Yeah, now. they said that they have since like since his Grammys, they have du- labels have doubled what they've been offering him. I seen some said he was getting like ten million dollar offers and turning. Personally, I suspect that he's somehow signed to Rock Nation in one capacity or another. Mm. Jay Z and Beyonce have been. Early fans of his, Ja Rule has talked about going to uh, shows in New York, like little small venue shit, mm-hmm. with his son or his daughter, and Jay Z and Beyonce are there. Like I'm saying, like at District Five and shit like that yeah. in New York, like two thousand person venues, like little grimy shit, like a TLA, yeah. and Jay Z and Beyonce are there, and Usher is there. I'm saying all these big people fucking there in these little small fucking hole in the wall venues to see Chance. So I suspect that he has some sort of either direct or indirect affiliation with Rock Nation, especially because his old partner, Vic Mensa, is outright signed to them. Mm -hmm. Chance won three Grammys with a nudie in his ear. That's And a bent-up hat. Yeah, (laughs) bent-up bad hat. You remember what I'm saying? Chance is the nigga, man. I'm saying whether he's signed or not, I don't give a fuck because he's breaking ground for artists. And I literally, somebody came to me the other day with a music project and was like, hey, you know, we want you to potentially, you know, market and this album and this artist rather help us break this artist. And I listened to the music and I had to ask to give my man like an honest assessment. I said, I'm spoiled because Chance the Rapper and Drake exists. So I know that there's a world of yeah. rapping that exists outside of the shoot 'em up bang bang trap shit. Like uh, outside <clears throat> of Chance, Drake, uh Future, like we just said those Migos. Dudes, Migos. You know who is is has been consistently holding down music? And I just came to the realization he just might flat out be Jesus, DJ Khaled. Like, oh yeah. The nigga Khaled, you know he's dropping a new project. Yeah. He's doing a project with 
Justin Bieber, Chance, Migos, and Lil Wayne. Right. They was all photographed together right. the other day. It's like, Jesus, only Khaled could yeah, do after this. a Jay Z and Beyonce single. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, and this goes back to what we were saying. I think it was last week we was talking about it, yeah. or maybe with a uh, spank. Like, cat, like people, are like, oh, Khaled don't do nothing. Like uh, Kira the other day was yeah. like, um, I got a new Chad, res- Chad and Matt. Like, I got a new respect for Khaled. Khaled. Just like yo, Khaled is hip hop. Khaled's yeah. in the DNA of hip hop. Now, hell yeah, it's the nigga just, was a record carrier. He did. Pirate radio. Real shit. He did terrestrial radio. Yeah. He fucking ran around with Fat Joe. He produced records. He executive produced records. Like, he put big artists together. Like, when you look back at, like, some of Khaled's early work and you, like, your first album, this nigga had Fat Joe, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Birdman, Trick Pitbull, Daddy. Trick Daddy, all on the same songs. Like, damn. Like, Khaled. Yeah. Then you look at the next album, you got. Nicki Minaj, Jada, Busta Rhymes, he had Rick a Kanye Rock, like, single in like oh eight or oh nine, exactly. You the know go saying? hard shit. And you look now, this nigga's got Jay Z and Future on a track, Drake on a track, and now you doing shit with Migos, Justin Bieber, yeah. Lil Wayne. It's just like Jesus Christ. People like, need never get it fucked up. All of these bomb smash records, these are Khaled's ideas, exactly. either in whole or half of his ideas these records aren't just falling out the fucking sky and somebody's like oh let me give this record to dj caligas no he's coming up with the conceptual framework of these records oh and do this verse here and then i'm gonna have this person do four bars and this person do six and then come back in and then we gonna cut this and Uh, the levels need to be here and when i heard i'm so hood remix and he had jeezy luda buster rhymes big boy like no one has all these motherfuckers right. on a track, and, and this this different like that like Buster Rhymes and uh you know whoever Rick Ross like figure they run around they right. are a lot of same but you don't ever see Big Boy from Outkast exactly Birdman <laughs> Fat Joe Lil Wayne like you don't ever see yeah. that you know what I'm I have saying? a theory I think that the only two people. That can save Wayne's career are Jay Z or Khaled. Jay Z and Khaled, easily. I Those are the that. only two people that can save Wayne. Drake has to be in there. But what has Drake hasn't shown us on an executive level? They had like one of the biggest tours in hip hop. Oh, like he, Drake just had the biggest tour. No, but I'm talking about Drake versus Lil Wayne. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that's like shit. top three. Yeah. And then Drake just came back with the future with the shit with Future, and that's the biggest grossing the, tour. Uh, the BHWT jump. Or the joint, yes, yeah, the joint on with Thug right now. The, the um, one before that, what's it the, the U.S. League. Of the what the tour. hell does BHWT stand for? Um, Boy, Me, Boy, Boy Meets, Meets World. BMWT, yeah, yeah. Boy Meets World. So it's like Drake just consistently does big tours. It's yeah, just what it but is. I don't know if the Drake aesthetic is hip hop enough to give Wayne what he need to give him that spark to jump back up because Wayne is a rap juggernaut. He's a rap god. He's a that. god. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he need to be on some rap shit in order to people to be like, damn, Wayne's still that nigga. He's only 34 years old. Yeah. But it's like playing professionally for the, for that long, man. It's like when you're around for different generations, like yeah. different eras. Like yeah. LeBron, like people get it fucked up. Like this LeBron 14th year. So it's like. You know, and granted, the game has changed in everything. Because right. you look at sports in the 70s, 80s, you played 10 years and it was over. Magic came in in 80, he was done in 91, 92. 
I mean, he granted he came back and played right. with uh, fucking Eddie Jones. He didn't play at a high level. Those were the asshole yeah. leaders. But it's like Jordan drafted in '84. He retired in '93. It's just what it was. Yeah. It's like you didn't ball out for 20 years like Kobe and Garnett and Dirk and all these motherfuckers now, Tim Straight Duncan, up. because it just wasn't what it was. And you look at rap. Rap changed every five years. So it's like you looked in '85. Who was the man? Rakim, Slick Rick. Uh, KRS One, Kane. You looked up in ninety. That shit was easy in all of them. Like West Coast. Right. And you looked up in ninety five. It was big in them. You know what I'm saying? You looked up in two thousand. It was hoving them. It, it, it's just like it changes every and five years. Oh five, it was Wayne. Oh, and, <laughs> and mind you, under all of this shit, the South was steady bubbling. So you had no limit cash money. All of these motherfuckers organized just noise. Organized noise just coming. And then once Miami and Houston got it, it was over there. So it's yeah. like it changes so quick and so fast that when you look up and you see a motherfucker that consistently stay at a high level for years, when you start talking about decades, like Wayne started rapping when I was in middle school. Right. I'm 30. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's incredible. And the nigga sold in all of them eras. Yeah. Wayne went platinum in From the, the 90s. From the drive. That nigga was platinum in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Wayne Pl- is Wayne was on one of the biggest records of the decade in the 90s. No, Back he, to that son. He made Webster's. <laughs> like, Wayne straight got into no, a No, I'm dictionary. sorry. Two of the biggest records of the decade in the 90s. Bling, bling, and Back to that Wayne son. straight got into a dictionary. Like, that's his word now. You know what I'm saying? He's created bling. Like, Fuck more you gotta say. Fucking icon, man. Straight up. I think Khaled, Jay Z, because of Jay Z's stature and his infrastructure, and nobody, once he stand next to Jay Z fully, nobody's gonna question it. Everybody's gonna love Wayne again. But Khaled gonna put the work in. I used to always say, when you listen to Wayne's mixtapes, and I was a Wayne mixtape dude, and I'm not talking about the big ones that made it to the surface, like No Ceilings and Sorry for the Wait. I'm talking about shit. like the suffix and the prefix and all of that shit. Like, shout out Jules. Jules and uh, uh and uh, Gary was putting me on to that shit back in the day. Like, Wayne rapping over the uh, J- Jay-Z and Maya joint. You know what I'm saying? Like... All them squad mixtapes. Squad up and all that shit. Like, Wayne used to rap. It's like, he'd get a beat, he'd kill it. He'd get a Mike Jones beat, he'd get a fucking Fat Joe beat, he'd get a Ja Rule beat, he'd get a 50 beat, he'd kill it. But it was something about when Wayne would get a Hove beat, he would go the fuck off. And, And it was just like... Wayne was rapping so much at one point, he was fucking... Remixing shit that he was already on Duh. and going back and putting two fresh he verses two, on the shit. He got a freestyle that was crazy over it's me, bitches. Yeah. Then he's on the remix, <laughs> spitting another verse. He did the fucking Trina record, the Don't Trip record, and yeah. then came back and remixed it by himself Duh. with all fresh verses How on it. How crazy was it that Jay Z, I mean, uh, when he went over Jay Z, Show Me What You Got, that became a song. Yeah. The I'm What's Up, like Martin John, that shit became like its own single. Yeah. Like, that shit is crazy. Wayne was something else. He straight dropped the remix to Gucci John, and the label was like, "Yo, that's the remix. We're gonna trim a couple <laughs> bars off of this and make it the remix. That's the remix. <laughs> like, real. How shit. much Wayne want for a verse right now? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Pay him. Pay the man. So it's like, yeah, I, I definitely like to see Wayne get back. But um, where we want to go with this, man? We, it was so. I'm looking at this shit. It was so much shit that happened this week. Uh, before we get into the the main super shit of the journal, uh. And more rap beef news. Jim Jones and True Life finally squashed their beef. Yes. For those of you who don't know, True Life was signed to Rock La Familia, Rockefeller, um, in that weird Rockefeller transitional yeah, period. They picked up MOP and. It was after that. Oh, MOP yeah, was. was already yeah, on G Unit yeah, at this that time. Was. Damn, how about it? Yeah, this is when 
Dame Dash music group was a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? When they split or whatever, OG Juan, uh, Jay's business partner, brought True Life to the table. And he was basically like a Puerto Rican goon. And he was just yeah. running around terrorizing niggas, like with all these Latin King and Nieta niggas and yeah. shit like that. Um, they had an infamous situation where they tied up niggas from Mob Deep in the studio, beat them, pistol whipped them, shit like that. Beat up Jim Jones, took a chain from him, beat Cameron up. They were just basically wilding. Yeah. And shortly thereafter... GS9 before GS9. Yeah. Shortly after his reign of terror, uh, probably about 12, 14 months or some shit into the shit, he was about to... He was on it was the, like 09, 08, 09, I want to say. Like 07, 08, probably. 07, 08, yeah. He was about to sign... Resigned to Rockefeller slash CTE, which is Jeezy's label, yeah. and the nigga got picked up for fucking a stabbing, the situ- wild melee shit. One of his homies stabbed his kid to death. Like, the kid was like 17, 18, he stabbed him to death and shit. They gave his man life, they gave him nine years. So he's been gone yeah. this whole time. But one of his, his claim to fame was beefing with Dipset. He was like, he took on Jay Z's beef with fucking Dipset, and then he just got out of jail like a year ago or whatever. Yeah. And he got a record with Rick. It, it was Ross dope to see him in a pick with Jim Jones. Yeah, because like, it's like shit really transpired between them. It's it's just, it's like I think everyone has learned. And again, this is a, another joint. You got to give points to Jay Z and Nas because it seemed like that battle. Well, I ain't even gonna say Jay Z and Nas. First, I'm gonna say the Locks and Rockefeller, right? Like the the Locks and State Property, because that shit seemed like it was gonna end in somebody dying. Cause the shit that was getting said, the shit that it just seemed like it was, and going. it was too close. It was just when Jada got on stage here, it was like, <laughs> all right, yeah, this is like you ever see Jada when he gave his like whole recap of that. He, <laughs> he like threw everything like, that wasn't Man, nailed I had down. On the true blue Jordans, <laughs> I was killing it. He's like, and Styles told me don't do it. I started going into the disc. They threw everything, hot dogs, <laughs> popcorn. He said I got off the stage and Styles just looked at me and I'm like. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they just seemed like it was going uh, to go somewhere else. And then you watch them become cool to where yeah. Jada and Beans done did songs together. Yeah. And then you watch uh, the I Declare War shit with Nas and, and Ho come out on stage. Then they doing music together. Then they on the same label. And they straight up friends. And it's just right. like, that's dope. So it's, it's, it's like, it show you minus Biggie and Pac because that went somewhere it really didn't have to fucking go without a doubt pretty much every beef in hip-hop has come full circle to where they not only like squash it but they become like cool again you know what i'm saying so is it's like you i i guess we want that with cam and jim jones you know what i'm saying like who the fuck don't want to see a dipset you know just fucking with each other you know what i'm saying but it's like it's dope to see jim true life jim on rockefeller i mean on a Rock Nation, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's just dope to see all of that shit all the way around. Like, so it it was kind of fly to see him in a picture together. What are you looking at? Um, people text somebody. Somebody speaking my language. You got Cash App? Uh, yeah. It was saying motherfuckers start asking me. You got Cash App and PayPal and shit like that. I assume that you want to send me money. So yes, I do have that. Thank you. Do you want to get into the major topic? Um. Well, we got two major topics. What's on you? You got the Swiss Beats and just let's uh, Swiss Beats and Just Blaze. Number one, before we get into this and all the dissection and all that, thank you. Y'all did some dope ass shit. Yeah, it was for fun. the culture and reminded motherfuckers why they fell in love with hip hop. And um, y'all are both mega rich. 
Just Blaze got all type of Eminem and Jay Z plaques and Kanye West plaques and shit like that, and Ti plaques and Swiss Beats is designing cars for Aston Martin and shit like yeah. that. Y'all don't have to fucking come to Sony Studios on a Friday night no. and fucking do a two and a half hour beat battle. So thank y'all. Can uh, I give my my recap of uh, of the battle? Um, I'm gonna start off with saying this: I had forgot that the battle was happening. I saw them talking about it the day before, and I guess just I got off work. I just it just slipped my mind that it was happening. Chad, gonna shout out you because Chad texted us in the group chat like, "Yo, Swiss vs. Just is on." I was so deep into this shit, right? I texted them from my back phone, Nigga like yo, from a, a payphone, <laughs> like yo. I'm watching the battle on my other phone. I'm not taking no calls, but this is what's going on. Check the shit out. And, and we all have forgot about the shit. So when I cut it on, it was, I'm going to say, the, the battle lasted for about two hours. I cut it on about an hour and ten minutes into it. And it was fly as shit. It yeah. was dope watching it. And from where I cut it on at, Swiss was winning. Swiss was winning hands down. And then in the last half hour, it just got dark for just like <laughs> it just, like the, so the blind shut like it just got dark and Swiss smoked him yeah and but it was fly seeing him because I'm watching it and just was playing beats that I was just like nah these ain't it like what yeah. like where's where's the hits where's the he shit didn't that even I even go into none of his Eminem bag like the recovery peep, peep, album peep and game all of that where shit. I'm at so I'm seeing this shit and I, I like when he finally did drop uh. I really mean it, and he dropped PSA, and it, w- it was like, all right, he was going so crazy on the beat machine, and I kind of really didn't enjoy over the beat. Yeah, and but then I went on the internet, and I saw motherfuckers like Just Blaze, just Just Blaze, just taught Swiss a thing or two about production, I'm, and it was motherfuckers like Just One. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Y'all ears so, broke. <laughs> so Ra was like, well, did you watch it from the beginning? And I'm like, no, I cut it on like when when we cut on. Ra was like. Yeah, you kind of got to watch it from the beginning. So the next day I went back and I watched it from the very beginning where Swiss, they're not even battling yet. Swiss is playing on the, the Rough Rider anthem is playing on Just's machine and Just was chopping up the Rough Rider anthem. Then they start to battle. When you watch it from beginning, Just won the first half hour. Okay. The way Just, did you watch it from the beginning? No, you I've probably it. seen it from. The way Just. I missed the first half hour. I'm going to tell you the way it was going. Swiss was basically. Playing his hits like he played, fuck you. He, he played band from TV. That was what was fly about it. It was like I, they were playing beats that I had forgot that they yeah. did. You know what I'm saying? He was playing his hits, but when Just would play his songs, he would play the original he was building song the beat. and he would build the beat. And he did it with flip. I mean, uh, what whatever. Uh, even though everything, what the, what we do is wrong. What we do is wrong. He did it with breathe. He did it with pump it up. Yeah. It, it was amazing. Yeah. Watching no, I seen it. Shit. I seen it from there and. It, it, what I think honestly happened was I don't think Just thought they were going that long or something because it was like after that first hour, it just it, I don't, it was like he ran out of records or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was just timing wise, he was picking the wrong records to where even Swiss was like, "God damn, I was waiting on you to drop the bomb on me." Like, yeah, who the fuck was you waiting on? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It was like Swiss, and this is Swiss. I always say he's the perfect anthem maker in hip hop. Just from where you watch, Just Blaze played the Joan with Ti. Uh, Live your life. Live your, was it live your life? Yeah. And then Swiss was like, 
you make songs with T.I., but I make different songs with T.I., and he cut Swing Your Rag on. It's just like, Jesus. like yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ. He just like, gave you the stank face, like, yeah, oh, you know what I'm saying? God, like, and he's you, killing this you, nigga. You watch Just Play PSA and go crazy on that beat machine, and he get done, and Swiss like, I'm trying to figure out why he made all that noise on that good-ass beat. <laughs> like, it was just, it was crazy. But no, from the first, first hour, I think Just was... They were neck and neck, and yeah. Just was probably ahead. And then after that first hour, it just went somewhere else. The flyest part of the battle for me was seeing celebrities and rap niggas become fans. Yeah. Because when I talk to older people, my uncles, older folk, older folk, I mean, when they talk about rap back in the day, the DJ was the man. Yeah. And the, the the DJ got it going. And they used to have those battles. You talk about Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel, all them motherfuckers back in the day. The DJ was it, and the rapper motherfucker sort of was just like, they was be- basically became fans of them niggas right. doing that. So you look up and you see Busta Rhymes, Cassidy, Alicia Keys, all these motherfuckers, Ebro, in the room. And then you, I didn't go on Justice Live, but I was on Swiss Live, because it was a couple different live feeds that motherfuckers right. was on. But I'm on Swiss John, and it's like, you see Puff, you see Meek. You see Angie Martinez. You see DJ Clark Kent. You see Khaled. You see... Khaled's son, which I mean, <laughs> Khaled's son is what two months old? Yeah, aside Khaled, Swiss cut on, uh, touch it and a uh, New York shit. This motherfucker tw- uh, text uh, New York stand up. <laughs> like what the fuck? You can't stand <laughs> up. Yeah. And uh, when uh, just cut on flip side, Khaled's son said classic shit. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is Khaled doing? Like, but it was it was dope seeing, like. Them making big name motherfuckers yeah. become fans. I literally sat and like wrote down all. I'm saying motherfuckers just kept popping in and out of the joint. Ti was in there like it was puffy. Fucking Angie Martinez, Darren Dean from Rough Riders, yeah. Snoop Dogg. Snoop was talking that Snoop shit. Was in, yeah. Snoop was like. Uh, what, who they talk about? We uh, murder Mook and Meek talking about we need to set this up with rappers. Snoop said, "I'll bust any one of y'all ass who want to smoke." Yeah. You know what I'm saying like Snoop, a mega legend, yeah. household name, Pepsi commercials, TV cooking show with Martha Stewart, yeah. still looking for rap smoke. You know what I'm saying that shit Snoop, was crazy. Snoop's one of my favorite people. Snoop transformed his whole career. Snoop, listen, I just said this the other night watching Snoop show. I said, "Yo, Snoop is the American dream." Not long ago, 20-some-odd years ago, Snoop was on trial for a murder. He beat a body. He beat a body. Like, Snoop was one of the scariest a individuals beat a on the planet. Beat blooded like the, murder. The, them. Like, remember they were steamrolling his albums and all that shit? And See like, Dolores Tucker and all yeah, that? Yeah, and you look up uh, Dan Quayle, all them motherfuckers, and you look up and Snoop done had reality shows, cooking shows, Doggy Fizzle television. Shit about him shit. being a football coach. Real shit. shit. Like, coach his, show Snoop about his transformed son. his whole shit around. But um yeah the the battle was it was amazing that shit was dope it was it was the dopest shit that I've seen out of hip hop in man we we might have to go back a couple years honestly my my biggest thing uh my main takeaways uh Alicia Keys and uh Y Dean the the CEO of Rough Riders was there that's the one that had on the hockey jersey yeah, yeah. um that's Swiss's uncle Ebro was there running Swiss's live. Ebro is in shape like shit. He <laughs> like, held that phone two and a half hours. Like, fucking strong ass arms. Cassidy was there. Uh, Buster Rhymes showed up. 
Yeah. That was that's really when shit start going left. When Buster showed up, Swiss was like, oh, "Okay, watch this." I nigga. said on Twitter, I had a bunch of retweets. I'm like, I know Bus is pissed. He can't wear no ugly coat because remember it was kind of <laughs> nice. It was that warm day. that day. Yeah, I'm like, I know Bus pissed because I know got an ugly jacket. I know fucking Buster Rounds watches all Funk Flex interviews and be like, "Nice coat, nigga." It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nice ass coat you got there, man. But it, it looked like almost like Just Blaze didn't have anybody on his side. Like when you went when the, when the when you paying the camera when the phone like, cut the Swiss side everybody was jumping around it rappers was, and it shit. was it was just his accountant over there yeah, that was it straight up it was saying my main takeaways Kiss is a legend Jada Kiss was on so many, many of them smashes. fucking records crazy Jay Z is the goat the biggest reaction of the records came from them Jay Z records. Yeah, not the biggest reaction, like the single biggest reaction, but overall, overall the consistent reaction. reaction the Jay Z records, and finally, I need a Rough Riders hat. If somebody can point me in the direction of where to get a Rough Riders hat from, I need that shit. Swiss was killing that. That Rough Riders hat was was me. dope. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, shit. but it, it it was just it was just live to see it like everybody there, no bullshit, no hating, no silly yeah. shit. It didn't seem like nobody was going to die at the end of the shit, and it was like. That's dope. If we could do that like every week, that'd yeah. be fly as shit. And then right after the battle, motherfuckers started, oh, well, we try and get Pharrell and Timberland, Timberland to do this shit. And I'm like, that would be nasty. That'd be nasty because Timberland is T- a show is a showman. Tim- Timberland's gonna win. That's my take. <laughs> my my thing is this. Timberland has that that beat, you know what I'm saying, them that bass and that that bass is crazy. That shit that hits you in a fucking beat battle. He's built for that. He's built for that shit. And and he gonna talk that shit. Oh, you ain't know I was going in a such and such and such and such and then hitting buttons and shit and then shit start playing and you like, what the fuck is going on here? Bring Missy out, let her run around (laughs) the room a little bit. Like yeah But Pharrell got seventy five hits in every bag. I, I agree. So Pharrell, well, however you want to do Pharrell it, Pharrell got hits. I'm not arguing that. Pharrell, I think Pharrell got like a a, a, a producer of the decade award. If I'm yeah, not Billboard for the 2000s. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm not going. And then that. you know what he did after that? Happy and fucking blurred lines. He won producer of the year for, for that shit. 15 million each. Well, he had to pay 10 million. In the no, lawsuit. I'm talking about sales. Oh no, I'm just talking about how they had. You know they got sued over the. Yeah, they got sued over the blurred line shit, which is bullshit. Yeah, but Pharrell has hits. He has endless hits. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I told Roddy the other day, I'm like, what's gonna be crazy is when they get into the battle and Pharrell cut on cot damn. Cause that was my shit. And grinding. I grinding beat is it just became so overused almost that it was like it's it's still Grinding Beat was the watch for the hook beat of its era. I agree. Every MC rapped to grinding. Cot damn was my favorite song. Cot damn is just like That's a just, heart I, attack. I love like, that fucking song. But it's like I told Ra, in the same breath that you say that, Timberland could come out there and just do all Missy, like his artists, Missy, Aaliyah, Timberland, I mean, him and him and Magoo, Genuine, yeah. shit like that. But it's like, Tim could start doing Justin Timberlake records, Nelly Furtado records. But so can Pharrell. I, I agree. Pharrell can pull out hella good from, from fucking No Doubt. I agree. And, Holla Back Girl. Pharrell fucking wrote Holla Back Girl Tim- and produced the shit. Timberland could Britney do Britney Spears records. Timberland could do Dirt Off Your Shoulder with James. Absolutely. Like, Timberland has so many joints. You know what Pharrell got? Allure. He does have a lure. <laughs> he does have a lure. Like Pharrell like I I've had a tweet and I said Pharrell produced Super Thug, mm-hmm. Southern Hospitality, Allure, 
and all that Britney Spears shit. Whatever bag you want to go into, I, it, it would be a crazy. It would battle. be a crazy. It would be but insane. you know what he doesn't have is the temperament, no. like the brash, like in your face shit it's, that it's it takes just to, win, to win a be, beat it'd battle. It'd be literally the same shit. Yeah, and it's like that's why I think I take Timberland because it's like Timberland's such a like you said a showman. Timberland start he has start hitting them buttons live and dancing around and eating you, bananas if, and shit. Perfect, perfect example. <laughs> if anyone's ever seen it, you ever watch Fade to Black? Hell yeah! Remember when he was? This is the crazy part. He was trying to sell Jay Z on the potion beat, which wound up being ludicrous beat. Right. Remember he cut that on. I remember watching. I'm like, and I was like, who the fuck? So I'm like, oh, that, that's ludicrous shit. And then when he cut on that dirt on dirt on his shirt, and Jay was like, ooh, what's, what's this? And and Tim playing it, and like he yeah. make you feel that shit more than you already do feel it so I, I feel like that battle it's crazy I saw like young niggas like yo I want to see Mike Will made it versus uh, Metro Boomin and I'm like here's my knock with that I think those are two good ass producers and recently there ain't too much shit you don't hear that don't yeah. got if young Metro don't trust you I'm gonna shoot you on the beginning of it they don't have the time in for the nostalgic feeling you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all it's all 20, uh, 14, 2013 forward. You know what made this battle so dope with with Swiss and and just is that when Swiss hit one of them buttons and cut on a track, it wasn't no shit you've heard recently. It was fuck you off the We Are the Streets album. Like damn, I forgot he did that. The album jump. got me through high school. Got me through ninth <laughs> and tenth grade. That shit was all that. Like when just cut on a beat, it wasn't no new. When just blit, yo. Go back and watch it. When Just Blended In Breathe, and you know I hate Crazy. Fab. When he blended in Breathe, that, that, that song, shit was amazing. That song is an enigma to me because, one, is Fab's magnum opus. It's the best song he's ever made in his whole entire career. Two, he refuses to do that style of rap. Mm-hmm. And he's such a talented writer, and he just continually goes for the low-hanging fruit and the social media bars and the dumbass fucking television show jerseys and shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, my nigga, you're 40. Act age appropriate. Like, give us some something of substance. Like, yeah. my argument issue with him is the same issue I have with Jadakiss. You haven't given us none of you your I whole career. I don't have the same issue with Jada, though. Fab, I like both it's of them. It's more of an issue I, I like with both of them Fab. dudes because their 16s are right in your face. Like, it's nothing complex, nothing you, like Nas. When you listen to Nas, the first, when you hear a new Nas verse, you got to play it nine times before you catch everything. And then you still miss something that your man's going to point out. Right. Jada, you want to know why I invest in the haze and in the dope? Right now, I'm currently a slave for Interscope. You, it's right there. It's nothing you got to (laughs) break down. But it's like, Jada got, his bars are way better than Fab's. Way better. And it's like, them doing the project, they got the uh, Freddy vs. Jason shit about to pop off. It's like, this is, Fab is either going to have to really rap or just get smoked. He going to sink or swim. Yeah, yeah, sink because or swim. the yeah. shit you just did with Trey Songs on Trappy New Year ain't going to get it done with Jada Kiss for six or eight records. No. And if you fuck around, you're going to end up like Jewel's on can't, I Can't Feel My Face. Mm, that's a very good comparison. You're going to be fucked around. Although I like Jewel's on... He was saying uh, some... On, on, when they did the uh, Black Republican, I like yeah. Jewel's. Wayne, of course, smoked him. But I like Jewel's right. on Black Republican. Because it's like, when you listen to... You listen to the... You go back and you listen to the records 
the official album never came out. Yeah. But I would imagine it was the same as the fucking uh the 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 what's the boy from Cleveland, the Mick Boogie mixtape yeah. that came. I would imagine it's a lot of the same shit. Where Joel say some cool whatever whatever, some step and repeat shit, and then Wayne just come out here and just bludgeon this nigga. And then you're like, well, goddamn, is this what I got to listen to like for when you like for when thirteen you, like more when songs? You hear the remix to Sheik John, kissing Fab was on that, and Fab had the second verse because he rapped before Styles, and it was like. Fab kid, they say hate spread fast in the love. Yeah. That's why the Bentley is black, same color as, as the, the mask, mask and the gloves. gloves. That sh- Fab killed it. But then when Kiss came on, and a lot of niggas supposed to be down, but mostly be clowns. They think I'm trying to sign with Hove to get close to the crown. I'll take a couple ools and Nas, jewels and cars, screws and broads, and I'm still cool with Nas. It was like, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> well there goes that. Yeah, there goes that. <laughs> and that's what's gonna happen on this this Freddie versus Jason shit. Fab gonna really have to rap. Like he really gonna have yeah. to cook because. You're hanging with lyrical greatness in Jada. That ain't no regular. That's not fucking. You rapping with a nigga that arguably never had a corny verse. That's, I, I, that's I, not I, the. I that's it, not the and issue and, we and, have and, with and Jada. You, you and you and Ra are like we're like anti the Locks album movement because it didn't grow or change. Yeah, I get that. Them niggas is the best rappers ever to me as far as a group, just because them in the clips. Yeah, yeah, I I put the clips up there, not on they level, but right there. I used to think I used to say all the time, Malice was the shit. And Mal- was, Malice, was Malice, better than Pusher. Malice it, it, verse, just what it was. On I'm not you. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about yeah. back then. Malice verse Malice was better on I'm not you is the best rapping I have ever heard in my life. I'm trying to think how Malice started his verse. Um, I can't remember it. I don't want to. I can't play any copyrighted material on here. But go and list YouTube. If I hear, clips, it, I know I'm it. not I, you. I, I know all of this shit. I just I can't remember how it started. But yeah, ridiculous like, amount of lyrical content, like layers on layers on layers of fucking lyrics. The that, um, but when it comes down to the to like kissing styles, they were just that good at rapping. I, I was the other day. I was listening to some of the old shit. Like when they flipped, uh, somebody's girl is at this party, and they yeah. somebody's getting robbed. And they and remember when they used to do back and forth, like they did it over keeping it gangster, and they did it over uh, fiesta. Like it, shit was just nuts. Yeah. And it's like for Fab doing his album. Band, I mean, banned from TV. Shit, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like for them to to do that at for an album like kissing Fab. Yeah, is really going to show. Fab's gonna have to really, really like just come with it. Like it can't be no silly shit. I don't want to hear you say her sh- her feet are killing her. I call it suicide. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like none of that silly shit because that shit ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Rappers is talking to me as if we in the same boat. I tell them quick, no, I move coke. That was definitely the. Fuck. I was like, that was a crazy. I remember verse. hearing that shit on like a DJ Envy or a K Slate mixtape, and like holding my chest, like, "What the yeah. fuck am I listening to?" Roscoe P has some shit to say. On Roscoe there too. P has some shit. Free Roscoe Girl, P. Is he Ros- he's very locked up. Very locked up. He's very locked up. Roscoe stay cased up like Kodak Black. Like he's like the original. I, I can, remember, I can Kodak Black. remember my man telling me he was like witty. Me, he was like, "Yo, this nigga was chewing like." Ecstasy is like they was fucking Eminem peanuts. <laughs> it's like, yo, this thing was just down. Roscoe was jokes. a different animal because Roscoe was a dope rapper and he would shoot you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, Roscoe would shoot you in broad daylight in front of the fucking poppy store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had no problem with going back to jail. He said, I chill in the studio with Pharrell and Jay-Z like it's all good. Come back to the hood and rock a nigga on 53rd and Elmwood. I said, Roscoe fucking T. Like, yo, that was my man. I like that. I, I love the whole little Clips movement. Yeah, Ad Lava, yeah. Sa- Sandman. Remember the re-up, all that yeah. shit? We getting into a lot of hip hop shit today. We some rap. Dope. We want some rap shit. I, 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 I fucking love rap, man. Like it's one of the coolest fucking things ever. It's just so sad that you see so much shit now where motherfuckers just don't rap. What yeah. was the flyest part about the Just and Swiss shit is like you said, both of these niggas is uber rich. You know why shit like that don't happen nowadays? Is because social media. So much shit on the forefront yeah. that motherfuckers is afraid to take a L. Yeah. Motherfuckers is just petrified to do it. When they take a L, they don't look. Look at me. Realistically, when that back to back to back shit happened, had to change up the whole way he moved as far as social media and all of that. <laughs> shit. Nigga said, "I'm I, I don't gotta respond. I'm on tour right now with my girl. I'm getting right every night. Yeah, what's up with these bars? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying like that's cool and all. You diss the nigga about not rapping or not writing his raps, and then he rapped." And you didn't. Yeah. Shut the fuck up forever, my nigga. Go in the fucking house or in your wraith or wherever the fuck you need to. But stop telling us about how bad your bitch is. Because yeah. then a year and a half later when you lose your bitch, now all your defenses was pointless. Philly really don't like that girl, man. They don't like Yo, Nikki. they are grinding her they to bits Nikki. right now. That motherfuckers, she, she's doing a video. With Future. The same way she did a video with Nas, did a video with yeah. Gucci, did a video with fucking Game. She's doing a video with Future. They posted a picture. You whole ass bitch. You use oh, oh, she with Future now. This bitch a whore. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Artists are not to allowed to collaborate Yo, right now. The nigga yesterday was like, oh, see, Meek Meek got her tripping off on them perks. So now she got to fuck with a nigga like Future. This bitch a whore. <laughs> it's any, any kind of bitch. Like, Yo, what's Jesus. the fuck? Like... I've definitely heard she has a bad perk problem. I've heard that from people. I mean, people. I could believe that. I've heard, I've heard that from music industry people. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? She, typical North Philly bitch. <laughs> like, people like people got it fucked up. Like, Nikki ain't, like, a regular little bitch. Like, right. She, she just regular wound up bitch getting from Queens. 75 mil. Like, yeah. if you take your average little bitch and give her 75 mil, it's going to be perks. And yeah. Philly people have a vendetta against this woman. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like, they photoshopping her ass. Like, yeah. Crazy shit. It's like, yo, I just saw her ass yesterday. I just, I was just on her IG page looking at her ass. That joint looks amazing. Yeah, real shit. I'm like, how do we go from this to this shit? Like, this is obviously fake. But like Charlemagne says all the time, nobody cares about a lie, a truth when a lie is more entertaining. So people just running with the bullshit and keep reposting it. But to me, it's kind of annoying. Like, let's deal with the facts of the situation or whatever. And of course, we had the diss track. She got fucking bodied. Yeah, the my issue with the diss track is, I have a few issues. Remy Ma sounds like it's 1987. I was gonna say like, <laughs> like motherfuckers got mad because I started. She's saying, rapping like it's 1987. I'm like, Remy, Remy, the bars at, at least I don't. I don't. It listen sounds to Remy. like she's reading a text message. It, I don't. I don't, out don't of listen her to Remy, so I can't really break down a Remy verse or the way I could to some of these other people. But when I listen to the diss track, it's like. 
you know, have you ever went over your friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? That's, that's how the shit comes on. It's like, like, like who wrote this? Like, Grandmaster Cass? What the fuck? Like, there's no, there's no lyrical exercising going on. There's in no this. nothing. It's just a bunch of shit about Nicki. And Remy the, has two speeds. You know what the two speeds are? Curtis Blow. And did in the middle with little Italy. That's the yeah. only. That's the. It's no in between. Like that's the only two. It's like yo, twins was nineteen night. That was twins yeah. was twenty years ago. Here's, here's we get thing. it. I I didn't. Her and Fat Joseph have the fucking song that sold a million fucking records. That with uh, Jay Z on the, the remix. The, the, all the way up. All the way up. How the fuck did their album only sell eleven thousand copies? Because nobody cares. That's it's, why. It's, because it's not about them. It's about the record, and it's always been like that. Their whole career. I, I, I don't. I, I don't really listen to Fat Joseph music. I like Fat Joseph, but just the the like. I'm, Fat Joseph is hilarious. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm cool on him. Yeah, like after he said. Uh, I, you know, I'm killing them. They think I found Pun Ron book. It's like, no, we don't. No, we don't think that. <laughs> we don't think that. We don't think that Nobody thinks that. You know what we what just saying? think you're 40, 14% better than you've been. And, like, and, and it was like, yeah, I think I'm good on, 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 on Joseph. And then I, I like, I hear the song, the the beat's phenomenal. The yeah. hook, French, the hook, I like French, so the hook's crazy. French but is my favorite corny rapper. My favorite lame rapper of all <laughs> Ever. time, maybe. Like, you know? French it's is... Him, it's him and 2 Chainz. French I, like, is milking his 15 minutes, yo, my nigga. What, what, what's the Fab song? Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, uh, uh ball drop. That's my sh- I, French. I, I French, French is the nigga, yo. But it's like, I, you look at at, at uh, Fat Joe and Remy. I really don't like they verses. On like the you got to look at look at it like I only, this. Now I only listen to the remix, and that, I listen to Jay part and then L- cut it off. Lean Back is the biggest song of the decade, and that Terror Squad album sold like thirty one thousand copies. Really? That the first week in an era where shit. albums sold, everybody was selling records. Ja Rule was going four times platinum like it wasn't shit until Fifty put boot the ass to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so it's like yo in a in a in a juiced ball era, y'all didn't sell no records. Now in the dead ball era, you sell eleven thousand. Like yeah, with the biggest hit, with the of like biggest maybe ever, biggest all the way up might be up there with Lean Back. It's it, up there, real shit. You got Jay on the re like think about it like this. It played everywhere. And Mace and Eminem were on the fucking Lean Back remix. Jay Z is on the. Is on the you know what I'm saying it's the same. It's the same level of yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I didn't realize it sold that little bit amount of copies. Thirty one thousand that terrorist. But album. it's like uh, the Sheether shit came out, and this again goes to me saying Ether's the best diss track ever. We had an argument. We had a, the, We we. It's, I agree. Let's not. Let, it's two two separate issues. I agree. It is the because you, you you your argument was compelling last fo- week. Fo- follow Chad on Twitter underscore C Diddy. Follow me. Matt makes me sick. Right. If you go back, you can probably find all of the. It, was, it ain't that far back. Yeah, it was yeah. about a day ago. So the thing we is, we got the whole goddamn Twitter in an uproar arguing over diss tracks and chick sub dissing us like y'all old ass niggas yeah. on here talking about these rat beats. <laughs> so and then you add her like, bitch, shut the fuck shit. up. <laughs> you ain't that far behind, Char. Shut the fuck up. So it's two separate issues. One, the best diss record compiles all the factors of impact what he said what happened to the opponent all of that shit i gave the crown to ether on this show and i stand by that but as far as the most impactful disc record as far as the chain of events that it set off i give it to hit him up niggas died off of that but i don't think i think niggas died from the east coast west coast like you gotta understand 
Pac got shot five times and think Biggie set him up. So it's like, but I don't, be- I, feel I don't, like I don't believe, that- I don't believe that to be true. I just think that Tupac, you can't diss street niggas and sell records. I agree because when he allegedly when he saw him and Nas at the MTV Awards, man, it ain't no problem. I'm just trying to feed my family. I, I heard that. So because of that and multiple people stating that story. I think that he chose a rapper, rappers, plural, as opponents because dissing Jimmy Henchman and Tut from Brooklyn doesn't sell records. Dissing Biggie and Nas and Jay-Z and Mob Deep and Chino XL sells records. I agree, but it's like when we was talking about, when you were saying, um, you know, that affected them, I don't think so. Like, hit him up, drop. Biggie never officially responded, and he went diamond. Puff and Mace then, Puff sold 7 million. But that was Mace. after he died, though. Who? Biggie. I know. I'm just saying. Big went diamond. Puff sold 7 mil. Yeah. Mace sold 6 mil. Kim sold 4 mil. And they went on the Bad Boy Tour, which was the biggest fucking tour of music. Right, but I all of that was... affected them. But it was a precipice of Big dying that catapulted I, all of that I shit. I agree. Big... I told you, Big died on some hip-hop shit. Yeah. I, it's no way around it. He died in L.A. on some shit because of that. Yeah. I get it. He was flagrant in the wrong hood. I get it. Niggas I, put I, his I lights out. I'm live with it. It's just... I. I never really attached hit him up to Biggie dying because I think Biggie dying was bigger than just that song. I just think that that's it, more so what I was saying. Well, it it invoked like it was it, it invoked the, the whole, coastal co- war. It was the whole guy. Like, dog, you had motherfuckers in France talking about West Side. Yeah, that shit was like Nicki, you're not even here. Yeah, like, that shit was real. So it's like I think that their beef became bigger. It became bigger than who shot you and it, hit him up. Oh, that's more so but, what I was but saying. But to me, hit him up. Is the stem is the is the lighter that lights the dynamite? I can give you that. It's, it's the domino that starts the fucking chain of events because it was so flagrant. You knew who he was talking about. The imagery in the video. Nobody shot videos for no. disc records before. Well, yeah, they did. Dre and we just said it. Dre well, and Easy and they were the only. But they was some. That was some West Coast nigga. You know what I'm saying? And again, Tupac West Coast nigga. So it's like that was like some West Fuck Coast shit. Got that from Dre. So it's like, how lit is Dre? Real quick, we'll Dre's the nigga. Dre, the top ten selling albums in rap, Dre has executively produced like six of them. He's the nigga. Dre got three <laughs> diamond albums: Fifty First album, Eminem's second album, and Pop. All eyes on me. He executively produced all that shit. How much does Doggy Style sell? Eight mil. The first Chronic sold seven mil, and uh, what's his other big album? Uh oh, Chronic two thousand one sold seven mil. Right, like fucking crazy. machine, just crazy. <laughs> fucking machine, exactly produced all that shit. <laughs> like, that's fucking machine, insane. On top of the Dog Pound selling four mil, yeah. NWA selling four mil. Like the Dog Pound album was a fucking independent album. Yeah, what's the name? Warner Brothers, whoever the fuck they were, or whoever they were signed to at the time, didn't pick that album up, and they went and did an indie deal, and then sold fucking four million. That was and, the one with New York, New York on it. Right? Yeah, 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 that is one of the best. Albums of all time. Somebody the like, other day was like, "Chance is the best independent 
artist ever. And I'm like, I don't, not even close. I don't think that. Like, no, not even close. Like fucking Daz is still getting checks from that album. I, the shit, the Dipset shit they was doing independent was fucking crazy. They was breaking records at fucking yeah, Koch. Like so. Jim Jones is owed probably like seventeen he million dollars. He said shit. shit made like twenty five million dollars. Yeah, like, he said I didn't get nowhere near all my money from that yeah. shit from Alan Grimblot. They said they didn't pay nobody yeah. really. Like I'm saying, they gave you some upfront money. They gave you a couple back end checks, and then once after they felt like stop paying you, yeah. they stop paying you. But not to go too far off of where we was going, I, I really think Ether, just you see Remy Ma sheather. Like, Ether has become such a staple in our culture to where when you get killed, you get ethered. Oh, you know what that, I'm saying? I, that I like, agree with. Any like we when we was talking about Charles Barkley, he ether LeBron ether Charles Barkley, yeah. and it's like it's just it's the, it's a it's e, the ether shit is a part of culture. Yeah, but I just I'm just looking at all of the the ancillary shit that happened around that whole Biggie Tupac West, East Coast West Coast shit. A lot of shit happened. Yeah, like, true. You know true. what I'm saying? A lot of shit happened. Nas dropped Ether and went in the house. The nigga didn't come outside for two years. He didn't have to. <laughs> like, you know the what nigga I'm went in the house. Nas, like. Nas dropped Ether and the whole Rockefeller showed up at Hot Nas 7 to Disney. <laughs> Had Chris and Neve dissing him. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was going Those were some underrated disses, too. The, the, Them, the freestyles was all that. Crazy. That was when Neve said to, uh, um, Bernard and me, so the dip game vicious. That was when they did yeah. that shit. Yeah, like the verses was all of that. It the was fucking just, Oskino diss. He put out a. a I can a, vaguely remember. A, he put out a solo diss tonight. I do remember that. Where shit. a cross yeah. on your arm, but you rap about a law. Is you Muslim or Christian? I forgot you think you got yeah. until you get robbed and you can't pull a string, you little fragile ass nigga. You get fucked in the bing. I remember that. Super disrespectful. Remember Sparks John? Uh, the, the, um, now I said he was thorough. I got a, I got a uh, nine at a rock his world. world. <laughs> <laughs> freeway had a uh, had an okay Joe. Nasty Nas ain't riding on a freeway. That was Hell international, no, he banged right? out on a, a freeway, crashed on, on a freeway. freeway. On his way to Hover, he died before he CJ. I remember that. Yeah, they definitely had some good ass fucking yeah. dishes. Yeah, <laughs> man, that Philly shit. You know what I'm saying? Rapping. Yeah, rapping. That was that was just a fly era, man. Everybody rap. We don't give a fuck. We know you ain't nicer than Nas. Right. Spit. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Emilio, I know you were smoking wet before you got here. Rap, Everybody nigga. rap. <laughs> Everybody get on. That was dope. Jay standing back like Lex Luthor letting all his fucking minions rap. So you got Nikki with the, 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 the I'm the queen of rap, and then you got Remy now with the disc. The thing is, this, think about the psychology of human beings. People love an underdog. Like, when Golden State was on the come up, everybody loved them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? The minute that they start getting too arrogant and too swagged up and all Dream that shit. Green, fuck y'all niggas. We, we hate y'all. Yeah. They are the most, probably one of the most villainized teams ever now. You know what I'm saying? They're continually trolled for the 3-1 shit, and it went from it shifted from everybody hating LeBron to everybody loving LeBron because it's like, oh, these niggas ganging up on LeBron. So just the nature of people just love a fucking underdog. So what I can say is, Nikki, you brought this shit on yourself because I listened to the Gucci Man record. She was firing. <laughs> the funniest shit about this is like you, you you're like – Instigating for the sake of it. <laughs> Every two hours, this nigga's tweeting, "Hey, did Nikki find a studio yet? <laughs> Y'all, somebody, Yo, she was firing. Did you listen to the Gucci Man Make Love but record? She didn't say any names. She was fine. Who? Keep it a bean. A lot of people. I'm not saying it, who, but a lot of people thought she was talking about Kim. A but that's like people. beating a dead horse yeah, at this clearly. point. Clearly, 
But my thing was when she said uh, single win platinum album flop bitch wear, I'm like, who else is she talking but about? You gotta understand, so I didn't know that the album had flopped. Yeah, that's you know just, what I'm saying? Saying, so, so she literally like just got the fucking BDS report or the fucking sound scan report and went right in the booth. Like I was waiting on this. Yeah. Now I can cut this record. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I didn't know that the album because in my mind I'm thinking the album had to be Nikki, doing Nikki good. Nikki said he said he said uh, he said, said I, I, uh, you got some you, you you got some bum ass taste. I'll call your husband, ask him how your bum ass tastes. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't homeless, but I'll put you in your bum ass place. I'm like yo, what the fuck is wrong with Nikki? Like, these are fighting words. I'll call your husband, ask him how your bum ass tastes. Like, but who's she talking about other than, you know what I'm saying? So, presently, who's the queen of rap? It's still Nikki Minaj. Minaj. Yeah, it's still Nikki Minaj. We, we don't erase. We, well, we, we've been doing this fucking countdown on here mm-hmm. every week. Like, Nikki Minaj got another Hot 100. Is it? Yeah. That shit don't go away because of a diss record. You know what I'm saying? Now, how she handles it is going to determine if she gets Ja Ruled or not. But you can only get Ja Ruled if you engage in what you have to say I, I is not I, as I, I compelling. Don't, I, 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 don't, I don't think she gets Ja Ruled. She's too much of a titan in her in her field, and her lane. She's so is Ja Rule. <laughs> not to this status. No, not to this status. But what I'm saying is how she responds is going to determine how people overall view the situation. Like, like Ja Rule didn't have, like, like she almost got Beyonce fans, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like that type love for her. Ja Rule like, made a diss album <laughs> against Fifty, and it actually was pretty damn good. What if Ja Rule doesn't make clapback? If Ja Rule don't make clapback, then we still singing Thug Loving and dancing Yo. in the street right now. He indirectly fucked up Bobby Brown's comeback by putting out clapback or in that same yeah. time frame. Crazy part is, I actually like liked the uh, wonderful shit he did with uh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly? You know? This, she was still making dope ass records. Yeah. Don't get it fucked up. But people just like nah, nah. We nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and the shit you seen the shit go from four million to one point four to six hundred thousand to no hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying, just like, it's over a span it's of three like, albums. Handling a diss track, you got to be just as good at, at, at that at making a diss track because you could really like like. Jay Z, this is the crazy part. The Jay Z and Nas shit. How you saying? I, I guess I, I guess I'll respect that. You saying Nas went in the house because if Nas applied the pressure, he could have crushed. He could have ended. He now I don't know if he could have ended it. He could have, but he, he could have put, put a real dent in, in Jay shit because Jay handled it terribly. Like Dame even said, Dame was like, "I didn't authorize that." In the super words, ugly in shit. the words of Loaded Lux, look at him, emotional, emotional, <laughs> emotional. Dame, Dame was like, "When I got off the plane, I heard that super." Ugly. I'm like, "What the fuck is even this nigga Ir- doing?" Even Irv Gotti was like, "He was supposed to do what was the beat he was supposed to do? It wasn't super ugly." He said it was something else, and it was like they had already queued the shit up, and it was already a, he was like ready to tell them to change it, and they was like, "Oh, we already gave it to Angie." <laughs> yeah. It's like we already gave like no, don't uh uh-uh. uh. Like I I always say where I think Jay went wrong with the beef is takeover was already done. Right. It was a mob deep diss. It wasn't a Nas diss. He just got on stage at Summer Jam. And said, ask Nas, he don't want it with Hove. And yeah. the crowd went retarded, like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Then when the album dropped, 9-11, boom, it's a Nas verse on there. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? And it was dope. The second verse from Blueprint 2, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Can't y'all see that he's fake? The yeah, version. But the TD if Jakes, he would have did that with the takeover Nas verse on its own joint, 
That would have been fucking nuts. Yeah. But that's what made Ether so crazy is that this ain't a song with a J diss on it. Nigga, this is a J diss, right? This shit, when this <laughs> shit come on and you hear. You know who it's you, about. You hear, nigga, you. You been <laughs> on my, my dick, dick nigga. Dog. You love my stuff. Like, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, this. And it, 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 that shit to make your soul burn slow. So that's why, like. I, I guess, knew Ether was on some shit. When they interviewed Beans, this is how you knew it was a fraction of Rockefeller. When they interviewed Beans, they was like, yeah, what's up with you going on? He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, have you heard that Ether? Yeah, I'm riding around bumping that right now. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Like, I know J- I know it was all types of curse outs behind that, John. It had to be. You know what I'm saying? You disloyal dickhead. Because then right after that. Uh, I, I see through you like glass, trying to uh, break four, trying to hit four birds with one stone by breaking a rock in half. Yeah. Because that was a chastising, like yeah. yo, you making the team look. Well, you look crazy yeah. right now, like like that. Even Nas, Nas said like he's like I don't even like talking about it no more. He's like he's like, and he said this a while ago. He's just like it's a part of history. It's, it's what it is. But you know, he's like I left that shit alone a long time ago. It's like I did what I had to do. They know what's up, and let's keep it the fuck moving. Right. But it's just become such a staple now. And then, like, I, when motherfuckers when motherfucker sent me the thing, I think, who was it that sent it to me? I think Tox sent it to me. And I'm like, I'm looking at the word. I'm like, Skelter? And then somebody next to me seen it was like, Sheether. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. I'm trying to make Holy sense of the shit. word. I'm like, what the fuck is shitter? And he was like, sheether. I'm like, oh, this oh, is, she a woman. She, all right, yeah, yeah, I get it. And it's like, I got Nikki as the the go. And it's some. It's funny because somebody has said this the other day. Y'all didn't do top five women rappers. And uh, it's not five women rappers that matter. But okay, yes, it is. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, my number one all time is Foxy. I love Foxy. It's Nicki, it's Nicki, Minaj, Nicki Minaj. It's Nicki Minaj, Lil' Kim, Lil Queen Kim. Latifah, and MC Light. And then I was going to say else. Queen Latifah, and yeah, that's pretty much the same shit. But it's like, do I think Remy is about to come for Nicki's? No, I don't think that's about to happen. You know what I'm saying? You got three hit records to like 97. You saying, made, even she, if you went on a run. She's made the Billboard uh, 100 chart four times. That's what I'm saying. You, oh, you got, I'm sorry, four. And two of those songs aren't hers. So you got four songs... To to ninety seven, she got on it with conceited and whatever on her solo. Okay, and the cool. joint she had with uh, can't remember who was on the hook. It 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 uh it made it to a hundred and one. Right, I was like even if even if Remy had a phenomenal three year run, you still couldn't close the gap. No, you you still would have you would close the gap from like four to. 80. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you would go from, like, four to having, like, 16 on the chart, and then you got 80 more to go. Now, how did you feel about the shit that was said on the diss track? Um, very disrespectful. I, I, I was on a tip where it was just, like, so many people got thrown under the bus. Ebro. But that's a, but here's the thing. That's a woman's way. Yeah. And, and you argue with a woman, every it's no holes barred. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, in a situation like that where you're dealing with somebody that is an underdog that's not signed to a major label, she ain't going to pull no punches because her her uh, her lo- her selling for success is not the same as, like, a Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj yeah. gonna, ain't going to get on her diss track and say, uh, you suck Jay-Z dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, or, or you want to – she's not going to do that yeah. because she got political ties and – you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like – so Remy just had no filter on the jaw, but it's like – she took a lot of rumor and innuendo and just put it, jammed it all into a fucking diss record. The only real shit she kind of said was like, you fuck Drake, which we all pretty much know she fucked Drake. That was like the whole start of the Meek Mill beef. And then the shit about her brother being a child molester, which is 
nigga charged, got molestation yeah. charges. So it's like, other than that, the meek shit though. Like, if that shit is true, that's real trifling to if, me. If, if I'm on the tip, like I know Meek ain't tell this lady this shit. Like I just. Know. But here's the thing: he's not coming out saying that he didn't. True. There's nothing of him saying. But you know what he is doing? Liking posts and shit. That's where this shit is just getting weird. Motherfuckers make a post about Meek or Remy. Nikki's liking it. Then somebody make a post about Nikki. He's liking it. Yeah. It's like it's the Twitter well, finger it's shit. Like why don't the rappers rap? Like, why well, don't they get fl- that? They flat out refuse. It just makes no <laughs> sense. They flat out refuse. Like, won't nobody rap. just rap? Like, this shit is nuts. But it's, when I heard this shit, I'm like, I know this man didn't tell this woman this shit. Like, I'm I just praying. I, I'm like, I'm like, Meek's a messy nigga. I don't think he's that messy. Because I'm like, why the fuck would Rim just haul off and say that on a track? Because she dissed him. Yeah. You, you must think you Drake and I'm Twitter fingers? Or did Meek not process that part? Yo, it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this shit is weird. It, it's just strange. It's it's a good... I don't think I'll listen to it again. I listened to it twice. I mean, I'm not listening to a seven-minute diss track. Yeah, no, I, that too. Like, like, I listened to it twice. I don't... like. Me, yeah. For me, it's, it's just sometimes difficult listening to Remy rap. It's like they... They, they want a reaction out of Nikki so bad. They just interviewing anybody that ever met her anywhere in any point in life. Like, they asked Safari, what did he think? Yeah. What the fuck do we care what Safari thinks? Bro, like, shit. Safari, don't you got a dance contest or something to get prepared for, Yo, bro? That video like, of him pop locking behind her. You've seen that shit? <laughs> snaking and shit going from the back to, yeah. like. Like I, I fell out off of that. You know I'm saying so. It's like they just interviewing any and everybody, and then it's like then you got Game who was like Captain Save a Ho in every beef. Like, oh Tiger got a beef, pull my cape out. Yeah. Oh Little Wayne got a beef, pull my cape out. Like he look, Young Thug was going to kill Game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I'm convinced Thug was going to kill Game or die trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you jumping in the way of these motherfucking bullets. Then Drake got a beef. Pull my cape out. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like Nicki Minaj got a beef. Pull my cape out. It's just like, dog. Well, he just clearly doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. <laughs> motherfucker beef with me, game is in it. You know what I'm saying? He don't give a fuck. But, um, yeah, the, the, this was, uh, I'm not putting it in my top. Nah, it's not in my, motherfuckers is jumping out the window like, yeah, it's top three. This records are all time yeah, and I this and that. that the other day. I'm That's like, bull. It's, no, it's not. Okay, let's do this. No, it's not. Okay, it's not. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? No Vaseline hit him up. Ether exists. No, it's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Drake has a billion streams and a triple platinum plaque and a Grammy nomination for back to back. This ain't that. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's not. I know we clamoring for beef and hip hop. This ain't that. And I think a diss track is 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 one. It's either supposed to be. It's supposed to. Fuck somebody up, yeah, or just sell or just something crazy yeah. around it. You, has to the point of a disc record is to expose some new information that we had no idea about. All she did was just play on rumors and you know what I'm saying and tell lies basically, like and and allude to a bunch of different shit. Had Ebro and Papoose going at it on Twitter, yeah, and shit. like it's just like. That was weird. Fucking, they did a whole Ebro in the morning special about. Oh, I, I didn't even hear that. About twenty one minutes of the show was about did Ebro smash Nicki Minaj, and then they had fucking people call in saying whether they thought he smashed Nicki Minaj or not. 
I'm like, the fact that you're sitting here doing this, I know you didn't smash Nicki Minaj. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't got her smashing a nigga that's going to sit up here and talk on the radio for 21 minutes about how he did or didn't smash her. Like, that was weird to me in itself. Yeah. So if whatever chance you did have is probably out the window now after this fucking special you did on your radio show. Crazy. Man, it was a wild week. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, the Oscars happened. <laughs> you want to get into that? Oh yeah, hell yeah! Uh, Mahersha Ali, first uh, Muslim uh, actor to win uh, Best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. From what I'm hearing, he was only in Moonlight for 15, 17 minutes or some shit like that. Yeah, it wasn't long. I didn't see it, but I heard. I it didn't wasn't see long. it. Um, but somebody made the comparison that when uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor for Silence of the Lambs, he was only in that movie for 17 minutes. He, was, he wasn't in there long either. But his character was so compelling yeah. and rememberable that it didn't matter yeah. because every fucking scene hit yeah. as Hannibal Lecter. So whatever, black man won an Oscar, so hey. I'm celebrating that. You know Hershey Ali won an uh, Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Viola, Viola Davis, Davis won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, black people were with Moonlight one for best picture, and there somehow, was a whole mix up with that. Somehow shit. Denzel didn't get another trophy for Fences. Anyway. I didn't see Fences. Thought it was great. Um, my opinion of Denzel is this phenomenal actor. This is about to be some hate. I can just <sighs> phenomenal it. actor, but post like Malcolm X, he been playing the same nigga Bullshit, in every movie. Don't do that. Like you're tripping. Been playing you're the same. He been Denzel as whoever he in Denzel, every movie. He an alpha male. But I, that's just his roles. He's you're never gonna see him playing the number two in a movie. But understand, but that would show more range as an actor. Nah, but you don't want to see that. You've you know, seen Leo in every different type of role. Leo still be the 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 alpha male in his roles though. Even when he's the look at the Wolf of Wall Street where he was like the not really knowing what's going on guy at the beginning to where this nigga's on yachts doing fucking quaaludes, fucking hoes. Right, like, but that's character gro- You You see character growth within the course of a film. Look at John Q, <coughs> which Denzel should have an Oscar for. For that, he should. You know what I'm saying? For that, he should. John, He was amazing in yeah. John Q. So it's like, it's it's the same type shit. But it's like, you look at, uh, you know, uh, what's the the Matrix? What's uh the, the guy in the Matrix? Um, Lawrence Fishburne. No, the white guy. Oh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, horrible actor. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you know who was supposed to be Neo? Will Smith. Will turned it down to do uh, Wild Wild West, and Will said it was like one of his greatest mistakes in acting. But he he was like, they're trying to sell me on a movie that didn't really make sense to me. Like, oh no, it's a fake world, not a real world, but it is real because you got the plug in the back of your head. And he's like, then this other company is like, look, we're doing a remake of Wild Wild West. We got twenty million. He's like, cool, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? And but it's like looking back on it, Will couldn't have been Neo. The no, way absolutely not. Because Neo had to be kind of stupid. Yeah, you had to have a certain like Keanu Morpheus, like dumb. Yeah, you know, like Will could have been Morpheus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Could have done that. Definitely. But you being Neo, no. So it's like that's what Denzel is kind of like. He, You just ain't going to want to see. That nigga was really X. So you ain't going to want to see him playing like second <laughs> fiddle to him off. It's the truth. So he just, it's it's almost like Denzel takes a character. He's always going to have the main dominant character in a movie. Right. But he takes it in training day. You've seen Dirty Cops. Look at... If you want to see a bad dirty cop, look at Cuba Gooden when he did the movie. Uh, he did a joint just like Training Day. It's called Dirty. He's horrible. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you look at Denzel in Training Day, you felt 
that nigga as, as Alonzo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you see him as John Q, you felt that shit. Real, he could have got a best supporting act, uh, actor job for Philadelphia. It's like Denzel. He he just I a, liked him in Philadelphia. He's just a good ass actor all the way around the board. Did Tom Hanks win an Oscar for Philadelphia? I think he did win for Philadelphia. That's a good ass fucking movie. Yeah, it was the shit. That's character. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't know, man. I got I like Denzel a lot. I respect Denzel. The Oscar mix-up was ridiculous, though. They they basically explained what happened. Price Waterhouse Coopers sends two representatives there, both with suitcases on because they put one on each end of the stage. Mm-hmm. Once a category is presented, person over the other opposite side will to take their envelope, get it the fuck out of here. Apparently, somebody was fucking smoking a dab or whatever the fuck <laughs> on the best uh, actress, Jonah, Emma Stone one, yeah. didn't get rid of their envelope. So they then passed Warren Beatty that envelope. And if you, I told people, people were going in on Warren Beatty, and I'm like, yo, he didn't read it. Yeah. It was Faye. Warren, Be- Warren Beatty didn't say Warren anything. Warren Beatty was like, he looked this. down. He said he looked <laughs> down, and he saw Emma Stone. Uh, What's the movie she was in? Uh, La La, La, La Land. La Land. And he and you could see him look around like, oh, the fuck is this? And he showed it to her, and she just saw La La Land and was like, La La Land won. So they brought him up, and the bull like, yo, no, 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 we didn't win this shit. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, because the production staff threw up fucking Moonlight. Yeah. And the joint, they like, La La Land didn't win. You know yeah, what I'm the shit was crazy, though. Jimmy Kimmel did a whole 15 minutes on his show Monday talking about, yeah, like, the whole mix-up and shit. And he's like, yo... This ain't on me. And he's like, he said he's sitting in the crowd with Denzel. And he's like, somebody should go up there and fix this. He's like, oh, wait, that's the host. I'm yeah. the host. Like, the, he, the like, shit was so surreal. He forgot shit, he was hosting. The funniest shit of the whole night was when uh, Casey Affleck, who I'm, you know, I'm good on Casey Affleck. <laughs> he won the fucking <laughs> Best Oscar Award. Best Actor best Best uh, Actor Oscar. And he said, um... I want to give a shout out to Denzel because Denzel taught me how to act. And the camera court Denzel like, like fuck out of here. Eat a dick, white boy. Like, yo, what the fuck is you talking Fucking about? Fucking Batman Jr. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Casey Affleck had like sexual uh, assault. Uh, no, not, uh, he didn't get charged, but he had uh, allegations a- of uh, sexual misconduct and he won an Oscar. And, uh, you know, we saw what happened with, with, Nate, uh, with Nate, Nate Parker, Parker, and it wasn't even true. <laughs> shit 20 was, years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago, never went to trial. Don't none see of that this shit. goddamn movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to do a social media uh, issue? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, one thing I saw this week was um, Chick posted a thing saying how she was, like, wearing a dress that wasn't that, pr- like, it was provocative. Okay. And her uh, boyfriend had an attitude with it. And um, she still wore it anyway, and now he's been walking around mad or whatever, 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 whatever. And people were going in like, oh, he's insecure, da, 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 all that bullshit. How do you feel about your girl dressing? Um, any relationship, there's compromise. It's going to be push and pull, give and take, and all of that shit. Um, and with that being said, um, I'm giving the orders and you taking them. So if you wear some shit that's inappropriate... <laughs> Um, you can wear whatever the fuck you want, but if I don't agree with the shit, you're just not gonna be my girl. That's fine. You can wear the fuck you want. Go be somebody else's bitch with that with that fucking shit on. If I don't agree with it, so that's basically where I'm at with it. I'm straight Stone Age with it. Come to certain shit, and it's like if I don't feel comfortable with it for whatever reason, insecure or not, you should either explain to me why it's okay for you to wear it or not wear the shit. I mean, I don't. I it, like honestly, it's like. 
I, I really don't ha- I don't feel that way. Like I, I'm not. I guess I'm just not that. I'm ins- a caveman. Yeah, clearly. I'm not that insecure when it comes to like that type of shit. It's like you can wear whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I tell my girl all the time, like whatever. This shit don't bother me. It's like I never bother me. I, I've had now. If you're with me, that's one thing. If you out. With your whole ass friends or whatever. Oh, see, that's different. You, you see what I'm saying? No, like, you, you got to put on your velour <laughs> jogging suit. If you're now, you, now you see girl. what I'm saying? So it's like the same scenario, same situation, different scenarios. So it's like if you with me, wear whatever you want because ain't nobody going to disrespect me in my face. If so, I'm going to jail tonight. Yeah. My yeah. girl one night, she was like, me and my girls are going to Fridays. I'm like, what the fuck you going there for? Like, you know, it, it, all the motherfuckers is in there just being extra and shit. She's like, you was in Fridays every night. I'm like. That's not important. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. God damn it! (laughs) You're trying to cause an international incident. Yeah, with 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 me. uh, Yeah, whatever. Wear whatever you want. Now, going out with your girls. I don't know because I I I I understand the game and I respect it. If that makes any sense, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, you know, girls want to go out and want to do this, that, and the third, and you know, you know, because you being you in the club, so you know, you girls want to go out and have a dick sucking contest randomly. (laughs) But uh, it's like girls. You see that like the memes and shit where they be like when when the guys go out is Bible study, and then when girls go out it's a dick sucking contest. The the funniest (laughs) meme is the the chick looking at her phone with the shocked face. You know what I'm talking about? How you got four bodies when you fuck five of my niggas? The club th- is crazy. I thought you was uh I thought you was home sleep, bitch. I can see you. Oh man, I'm in the uh the inbox. We got some good questions. Oh dude. shit, let's I, get I, it. Crazy part is let's I, get it popping. I seen the Gmail shit kept popping up on my watch. Smr- and I, I did, did you promote the shit this week? No. Because I'm like, why the fuck did this shit? I, I thought you had like sent out. People some probably shit. missed it because we didn't do one last show. Clearly. What do you say? Two hour mark. Okay, cool. We're, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up. Yeah, we got but, about um, 10 more minutes. All right, here we go. Uh, settle this debate. I know to each his own, but what's more sexually attractive? A woman that has a 10 in the face, but built like an 11 year old boy, or a woman with all natural curves, hips, and ass? Not that pretty, though. I'm going to go with B. I'm going to take the body all day because you can have sex appeal and not be the most attractive chick in the world. I'm saying how you look because it's like if a chick ain't got, don't got God given beauty, but she keep her hair done. Her nails is right. And she keep her body in shape and all of that shit. And she's, she's visually pleasing, just not the face. She might be a six in the face, but everything else is a 12. Give me that. I don't want to lay next to a fucking Jewish boy. that look like he just came from band camp. Yeah. I like a pretty face. I like body. You but know, you like, ain't fucking no bony chick neither. No, no. You know, already know. I'm sending this bitch to jail. <laughs> yeah, is it? No. But I, I mean, Citizens I, arrest. I like big breasts and thick thighs, I, right. but I, I like a pretty ass face. Like, when I first saw my lady, first that I saw her face, and I'm right. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, we look, you know, that shit makes me almost look good in the picture, because yeah. I'm, you know, horrendous. So it's like, that's love. Now, don't get me wrong. I prefer she have both, but if I got to pick, like, Give me the ass and tits all day. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, you got to give a little to get a little sometimes because usually when she has both, she's batshit crazy. Very true. <laughs> uh, here goes another one. I went out the other day uh, for the first time in a while here in Philly, and we went to God two, bless you. We went to two <laughs> nightclubs, and it was absolutely horrible. Um, what is your worst experience in a nightclub? 
Um, I mean, some of my worst experiences in a nightclub are like when I go to work and the fucking dancers are like digging in my pocket trying to steal my money. (laughs) 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 You see, all of those experiences were from fucking May till present day. I still got to deal with that shit all the time because it's like the new bitches don't know. Like the protocol is if somebody tell you that they work here, you're supposed to leave them alone. They like, I don't care. And they still fucking twerking and dancing and trying to fucking get some money up out of you. Like, lady, I'm here to make money, not fucking give you my money. So, those are like some of my worst experiences. I'm not a nightclub dude. Like, I, I'm. It's just not my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, you know, I, Chad's one of my closest fucking friends. You're. How many parties do you think you've promoted since we've known each other? Oh my god, I, I do on average probably 150 parties a year. So it's up whether it's thousands. like small shit, big saying like 150 a year. So probably. We probably know each other six, seven years now, so probably upwards of like nine hundred parties. How many parties have I come to? None. None. <laughs> Consistency is the key to I, all like, success. Because I'm not good in the club. Like some motherfuckers is good in the club. Like yeah. I'm awkward as shit. Like I don't yeah. dance. You're not a mingler. Not I'm, a not, not, I'm a mingler. I just don't dance. I, I, you know, I don't stand on the couch. You know what I'm saying? I got parents. You don't stand on furniture. So it's like, it's, I'm just not good in the club. Like we, perfect. We was in uh, Miami and. We down there, you know, we rented all them Shout cars. Shout out to the pain gang. Yeah, we rented all them cars, a mansion, all that bullshit. They gassed me up like, yo, we here, we in Miami, it's our city. Uh, we going to the club, we going to fuck the club up. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so we pull up to the club. We pull up the motherfucking valet, tear the valet up. Because, you know, we got 10 fucking floors. Yeah. So we fuck the valet up, cut the line, walk right into the fucking club. The club was lit. Bitches all on the levels. Damn, this shit was crazy. And they like, yeah, let's get some bottles. And I'm like, all right, cool. I turn to the chick. I'm like, yeah, let me get a bottle of Grey Goose. She's like 500. And I'm like, no, ma'am, listen, <laughs> not a shipment, just a bottle. One bottle. And she was like, yeah, 500. And I'm like, I'm out. And I, I just left. I, right. I went out the side door. I got the Maserati. I'm like, yo, black Maserati, you get a chance. I got a meat lover's pizza for like $20. And, and I chilled on uh, like 11th and Collins. Marty, shout out Marty and Los and Midget John and JT. They came out. We was out there. And I'm like, yo, I am good. Right. On, like the club just really, it's just not my thing. I just, I don't, Every I don't now like and it. then I get real like clubbish like club chat like comes out like and i feel like partying and shit like that like the last time i really like party probably was like uh dj boo birthday party like i was in full rapper mode i had glasses on in the club like all that shit but it's just overall it's just like a pretentious ass setting and it's like <laughs> motherfuckers do so much fronting like to yeah. try to look like something and angle shit and it's like like you would sit a bitch down in your section and next thing you know she reaching in the bottle bucket and she taking pictures with your bottles and I heard, shit. I like, heard y'all talking about this. It's like the shit is crazy. Like it's like a it's a recurring Dog, thing. I told like, you when when we was in there the club, I seen a nigga, he was standing on the wall on his phone. His man was like, yo, like with the camera for the picture. He put the phone away, picked up a, a hookah stick and and a bottle. And like I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He inhaled the smoke, was blowing the smoke out, holding the bottle up. Took the picture, put the bottle down, put the pen down, and pulled yeah, his phone back up. I ain't, I ain't here for none of this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Listen, like, I seen a nigga t- grab two empty Ace of Spade bottles and walk around the club with them. 
like uh-huh. during like garbage time at the club. Like the last 30, 40 <laughs> minutes of the club is like during garbage, garbage time. time. Yeah, it's like a blowout <laughs> fucking garbage time. Like the motherfucker walked up oh, like, shit. like oh shit, these niggas left these Ace of Spade bottles and grabbed them and walked around with them like, I'm like, dude, there's nine people here and I seen you take the bottles. Oh, like crazy. I saw, I can see you, my man. <laughs> I can see you, bro. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? shit. Um, all right, I'm gonna pull one more question. Let me see. Let me see. Some some of the new ones that I haven't opened. Uh no, that's stupid. <laughs> no, um, that's stupid. Uh give me give me a good one here. Give me a good one here. Oh, that's a good one. When are you guys gonna do a live show? Um, that's a good question. Like right now, we are, you know, we're transitioning. We've I made it. Say, to, let's talk. That, I like that because we can talk about the advancement of the podcast. Yeah, we uh, we're transitioning. You know, um, we've been on a steady upcline for the most part. Um, we haven't peaked at all by far. We have a lot of like positive things happening in the way of uh analytics and monetizing the show you're going to like be hearing sponsorship opportunities sponsorships uh situations on the show coming up and stuff like that so the whole thing now is just fine-tuning the show in terms of the production part of it how it sounds how it looks uh merchandising and all of that show all of that stuff and then as that continues to grow and we see growth in those areas then we'll be able to say hey we know we got X amount of people that are in this market yeah. listening on a given day that we know will pay twenty, thirty dollars to come hear us talk shit for yeah, we just an got hour. A new, we just half. got a new analytical team that yeah. handles all of the numbers. Just to really dial into the numbers and get super duper specific so we know where everybody is that's listening, when they're listening, how long they're listening for. Like one thing all I think that's that dope shit. with a brilliant idiots is they do like emails, like they like they figure out through their emails where their biggest markets are. Right. And that's where they decide, okay, we're going to do a live show here because yeah. this is the most people hitting us. Yeah, because you want to specifically like know that when you go somewhere and the production that it takes and the money that it takes to put on a show, you want to know that people are going to come, one, and then two, it's going to be some sort of return on investment, Real even sure. if you're breaking even, but you get to go and touch the people, but you don't want to necessarily foot the bill to I, do I, I a just live think it's fly as shit that uh, two little niggas from, well, not little, but uh, two niggas from... Southwest Philly can yeah. like reach out to all these people. It's like oh, this is episode eight. Yeah, we're we're there. Yeah, we're, we're on the other side of the. We're on the other hill. side now. I know I keep promising y'all video, but it's just like we're trying to find a videographer. We're trying. If you know a videographer, you know what I'm saying, let us know. Um, we have a pretty stable recording schedule, but then sometimes shit like this happens, and we, you know, we we gotta go on the fly or whatever. Yeah. But we want to transition this show also. This is going to be like exclusive to going like a bi-weekly show and doing two shows a week. Now, that's what I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. How about that, too? Yeah. Uh, we're going to the podcast movement. Movement. Uh, August 23rd through August 25th. In, in Anaheim, California. In Anaheim, California. We're going to aim to cut a couple shows while we're out there. Yeah, see we're going to run into. We're going to definitely do a live show at the podcast convention in uh, California. So that'll be fly as shit. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, um... I, t- I told you, man, some of the ads and some of this, like, I'm talking about Cali, Yeah, Ohio, multiple people in Cali, multiple people in, like, New Orleans and Texas. Texas and, and, like, the shit is, is, is growing. It's reaching. Yeah. 
you know, the, the downloads. That's another thing. So subscribe to the podcast. Also download the episodes right. too. You know what I'm saying? It's thousands of downloads going out. I'm happy. I can't yeah. say. You know what I'm saying? We uh, we've seen a lot of growth in the comments yeah. in the last week since we did since Matt did the uh, commenting for dummies tutorial yeah. that we posted on all our social media. I'm gonna do one also. Same shit. Yeah. Just me instead of Matt. Um, and Without the dog. Yeah, <laughs> minus minus the dog. <laughs> My girl heard that. She was like, "What does Chad mean? Aggressive? She ain't aggressive." <laughs> I'm like, "She's true enough to comfort her." I'm like, "She's <laughs> aggressive." What the fuck you mean? Hey. Dog be tearing shit apart when she get a hold of it. So I mean, continue to to comment, um, to share the podcast. You know, when y'all go through and y'all listening, you know, hit the little arrow button, share the podcast. Yeah, whenever you see media. the cloud with the arrow, hit that. You yeah, know what I'm hit saying? Hit that. That's gonna download the show, and then the arrow in like near the uh, like the info box or whatever. Hit that, John. Share the show. Post it on your social media. Tell people about the podcast, and just you know, as we continue to grow, we'll be able to do more cool shit. Have more of a presence. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give a couple shout outs. Uh, CSI, crazy uh, shout out. You know, D, uh, Geech, motherfucking Lexi. Like it's a, it's a lot of people I see that just consistently yeah. Ash. It they just Jessica con- consistently um, shouting it out and Philly Kimba. Kemba all the time. Shout yeah. out Kemba. Like it, it's just you know I need a pan of chicken. By the way, Kemba. Um, Camaro Rob too. Yeah, Rob. It, it's just a lot of them that just consistently. Shout us out, get us a look, get us a look here, and it's just like you can't do nothing but be appreciative of that, you know. Especially, you know, where we at, right? Where Yo, you and I know that this podcast is making waves and having an impact because like four people hit me up, like, so I hear you're having sheetrock problems. Hit me up, like, oh, I didn't even tell you. Oh, funniest shit of this past week. I'm driving, I'm on the bus, I'm back to work. You know, I took the whole February yeah. off, so I went back this week. Whatever, whatever. I go first trip on overtime. I'm work. I'm working uh, the nine. First trip. Well, not overtime. My regular run now. I pull up to Wissingen Transfer Center. This nigga I never seen in my life get on. Swipe the transfer. He's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "What's up?" He was like, "How the fuck you don't got Rakim in your top five? I'm like, <laughs> "Oh shit! Look, nah, look, oh hey, look." <laughs> I thought all hit was gonna hook off on me. How the fuck you don't got Rakim in your top five? I'm like, "My fault." He's like, "Yo, I listen to that shit. Y'all niggas is hilarious." I'm like, "Preach, go sit your get behind the yellow line. Hey, go, ahead, go ahead, sit your ass down." But it's like, yo, it's dope. Like, motherfuckers is really, really fucking with us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's so, definitely making an impact, man. We appreciate you. Y'all, the support is real. You know, whatever y'all can do to help the show grow is going to help us be able to give back to y'all and just do more cool, dope shit. Yeah, we um, was talking about all types of little stuff, man. Doing shit for kids, all that type of shit. Like, yeah. You know, why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, because it's getting real now. Like, our, you know, we got a, we got a real super duper level of support from New Media Studios. That's who helps us produce the show. Real shit. When you got people hitting us up about trying to teach us how to monetize this and do that and pe- right. like it's, it's yeah, and hone in on your numbers so you know you know what's what and what you should be charging for advertising and all that shit like yeah it's dope shit's getting real so yeah you know we'll be here uh sunday for our normal time and we'll be at y'all next tuesday it's the realest podcast ever man and enjoy and uh tell a friend you don't got nothing else